Yeah. So I got my bow tie on, yeah I could be chillin' now So I got my dad hat on, yeah Wow, wow I could be chillin' now So I got my dad hat on, yeah I could be suitin' up So I got my bow tie on, yeah Dad hats and bow ties Dad hats and bow Dad hats and bow ties Dad hats and bow I could be suitin' up so I got my bow tie on, yeah. I could be chillin' now. So I got my dad hat on, yeah. Dad hats and bow ties. Dad hats and bow. Dad hats and bow ties. Dad hats and bow ties. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Dad Hats and Bow Ties. It is the Kid XAB. It's your man, Distinguished to God, baby. It's your boy, D-Flow. Uh, and this is episode 97, I believe. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, man. Definitely 97. 97 deep, man. Two, two, two away from that 100. Yeah, man. It's going to be a great day, man. That's another two, three weeks away. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. We, I don't know what we plan on doing for that, but uh, we might have to link up in the office and do that episode in the office, man. I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. doing it at home, but. Facts and catch um, coronavirus. You're right. You're right, brother. Yeah. Y'all niggas link up on Thursdays to do fucking <laughs> We Live crew and my ass come in there and make y'all more susceptible yeah, yeah, to yeah, catching yeah, the virus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds racist. Yeah, you, you, I, nigga, you, I didn't co-sign this nigga. You like three different you, people, you bro. You gotta COVID. know that. <laughs> my feelings. <laughs> God damn it. Nah, but you know what? We might we might need to do that and, you know, hopefully our changes to the office might be complete by then. And that might be a new way to reveal. Yeah, by by episode one hundred, D Flow should have a brand new weight goal and all that. You know what I mean? You feel me, Listen, X? Man, I've you been feel... losing weight. I don't know what the fuck y'all. Nigga, what are you talking about, about bro? Your arms still look like a hero. Y'all, I have nothing to do with this about, man's boy? comments. Z Flow, Yo, your arms still look like a hero. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you this right now, distinguished. If I lose this weight, I'm gonna bag all your bitches just just to prove to you. Just to prove to you what the deal is. Bro, I'll tag all of them in your inbox. How about that? And be like, yo, choose. Again, I don't know why my <laughs> name know. keeps getting okay. thrown into this shit, son. No why, why does Flo keep saying y'all? <laughs> <laughs> why does he keep saying y'all? I have never said anything about this man's weight. If XAB, if uh-huh. XAB do it, I'm going to do it, man. We, I'm going to tag him. I don't First weight all, shame I, anybody. I don't, you, I'm not going to touch none of these women. You I see them on my life. page. Y'all um, know what time it is, man. Y'all seen the Monday shit. I don't none of these Y'all things. seen what happened with the video, 500 views. What's or, up? We talking that shit on Dad Hats. What's up, baby? Hypotheticals from my side. Um, I'll touch I don't know. I don't know what, what video you're referring to, sir. With, with my shirt off in the fucking champagne glass. What's up, man? What's up, baby? Oh. Okay. Yeah. Me no watch no money now, champagne glass. I'm just telling you. If I had watched that video in in full completion, this thing was you 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 it would have been a problem. Any any all man moments? Besides the weather, I uh no. The weather is an all man moment, son. Yeah, second heat wave in a row. We had one last week. Now we have another one this week. Uh no, nah, I don't really I don't really have an all man moment, but uh I just want to say that life is life is very good. Like I told the kid XAB, 
few days ago. I'm in a motherfucking great space. That's all I got to say. I'm in a great space in life. That ass. That's what's up. Any uh, any updates to catch the boys up on? Anybody have anything they want to want to catch everybody up on? Nah, really. I mean, I ain't get nobody pregnant, not that I know of, but yeah, I'm good on that. Nah. Oh, well, I finally LLC D-Flow Productions. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. Congrats, brother. I LLC shit. that joint. I was dragging my feet for some years on that shit, but um, made my mind up to get it done and trademark D-Flow Productions, so... Yeah, that that's that's probably the biggest difference. Damn, man, it's a lot of power moves, man. Shit, ladies and gentlemen, if y'all motherfuckers is not inspired by what the fuck we've been up to lately, because XAB got a big ass trigger that he gonna be pulling in a few fucking weeks. Get ready, god damn it. Ho- I, hopefully, I, yeah, hopefully. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta trigger that fuck I'm pulling. The hopefully, my nigga, it's going to happen. Bro. Oh, Z flow on your ass, nigga. Drink that water. Drink that fucking water. <laughs> Swallow that water. <laughs> Swallow that fucking essential. I don't Swallow need that you to, shit. I don't need you to tell oh, yeah, me how to do I'll basic functions. I need you to hype it. Yeah, sir. I need you to hype it, bro. Like, <laughs> you hyping it right now. <laughs> All right, I got a, I got a trigger that I'm dropping next week. Uh, next week Monday on the show. So yeah, y'all will hear that next week Tuesday. The brothers already know what time it is. All I'm saying is, <sighs> it's a billion dollar industry out there, and my motherfucking name gonna be all over that. Stay tuned. With, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, if you have not tuned in yet, uh, Distinguishing, I do a new series called Two Live Crew every Thursday on IG Live, on Instagram Live. And so, as you notice, with COVID, we haven't really been bringing that many guests on. We had that one guest. We're going to have to figure out how to how to maybe do Two Live Crew with him or bring now, him back. No, we, we, we could probably just scratch that. You live and you learn. Anyways... Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we, we have been doing two live crew and with that, uh, tune in on every Thursday, eight o'clock on IG live. And yeah, so if you haven't tuned in, we, we bring our guests on there and we, uh, interview them and it's a little bit different from the actual show because we try to, we try to be more on, on the relatable topics than, uh, just the industry stuff, which you know we're we're switching that up a little bit on the show too. But but yes, yeah, sir. Two live crew every Thursday, eight p.m. Two motherfucking in. Yeah, right, and so- it's and it's two live crew because we can't have D Flow in there. Three live crew don't sound good, but D Flow's right here. So you know what I mean? That has some bow ties and D Flow. Okay. All right. All right, all right. I don't, I all don't right. know. I don't know what's wrong with y'all. I, I, I don't know. I don't it, know. How, it's got to be the heat. It's got to be the heat. It's probably the heat. It's probably the heat. It's probably the heat. See, this is this is why, bro. Now this 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 nigga, this nigga then got half a peck, and and these chicks is out here hyping him up. And now he come on the show talking spicy, bro. Talking spicy. I got something for his ass tonight, though. Continues, I, hope you, I hope you don't have nothing for Just my knows, ass unless like. I want you to have it for my ass, okay? Okay, so Megan, <laughs> Megan the Stallion's back. I don't know if anybody has seen, but she's returned back to uh, humanity. Wait, she healed from surgery that fast? 
I don't know if she healed. Okay. But she was on. She was twerking somewhere already? Nah, she's stupid. Oh, okay. She was okay. She was on IG Live Say. today, um, and she spoke a little bit about the, the situation. She still hasn't outright said that Tori um, did it. Even though but, we all know Tori did it, heard you, Megan. Thank you, thank you, Megan. But yeah, it, it's pretty much it's pretty much confirmed at this point yeah. that Tori did. Apparently, he shot her in both of her feet. What the fuck? Yo, um, <laughs> I don't know, man. Oh shit! I don't even want to laugh at just that. Like, honestly, me, I, I, I'm not laughing at the fact that she got shot. I'm laughing. I'm laughing at, at the fact she mind, got shot. What for he you. said. I got you, fuck. What he said leading up to her getting shot. She was just like, "Fuck you, nigga! I'm about to be out." He's gonna be like, "On what feet, bitch?" And shot her in both of her feet, and was just like, "Walk, no, go. We ain't going nowhere, nigga. Literally, you're not going nowhere." Tori said, "What lane you walking at, Megan? You ain't walking at no fucking lane. I'm shooting both feet." Fuck that. <laughs> I don't Damn, know. Son. If 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 he did shoot her in both feet, listen, man, enjoy that prison food, bro. That's all I'm gonna say. Enjoy yeah. that prison food. I heard he ain't that good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I really, I really have zero idea what would lead somebody to shoot someone mm. in, in both their feet. New Toronto um, three getting pulled from iTunes in a minute. It's getting pulled. I don't know, man. I don't yeah, know. I mean, his records know. are still being played. So yeah, they they are. They are. Yeah, I mean, listen, until people get an actual confirmation of the story, either probably from the police or Tory, I feel like people are still trying to hold out to hope and hold on to some piece of hope that maybe, you know, we're missing something. I've seen like mad different stories. I've seen a whole bunch of different stuff, but um, we still really don't know what the fuck happened. But she did confirm that she got shot. In both of her feet. Right. And, um, yeah. And, I mean, as we know, he's the one who got charged with assault with a deadly weapon. So, at this R- point. R.I.P. <laughs> to the bullets in her fucking uh, thunder thighs. R.I.P. to the bullets. <sighs> That's Waki Pataki, man. That's in court. Listen, Tori, bro. You, that, if, you did shoot, if you did shoot Meg, you trash for that. And, 100%. And... 100%. Honestly, it's kind of weird because he hasn't gone live. He hasn't posted anything about it. He hasn't done anything to try to sway us differently. So at this point... And he can't be in jail that long. I'm sorry. Nah, nah, nah. He oh. he, he had to have posted bail like literally within a few hours of that incident happening. Come on. Come on. I mean, you can't post bail if... It, it, then again, if Megan isn't pressing no charges, if That's she hasn't pressed yeah. no charges, then... I don't think she pressed charges. The, the, yeah, I don't know because his, his page has been dormant since that day. Oh, wow. His his IG, nobody's been on it. No management, no nothing. So, like like Flo is saying, it it just, the the silence is deafening. And it, yeah, that shit is. Waki (sighs) Pataki. Well, yeah. Yeah. Good luck, Tori. So, so we had another amazing versus battle this week uh, with DMX and Snoop Dogg. Anybody saw that joint? Fire, fire. I ain't gonna hold y'all niggas, son. I didn't wanna watch it. And then um, Tiff was just like, I'm about to go watch a versus battle. And I'm just like, I ain't trying to watch that shit. That's probably going to be trash. And then she throws it. She screen shares it to the TV. And I watched the whole two hours. I'll listen. Sheesh. <laughs> I don't know DMX, why you would think that was going to be trash, bro. I, I don't know. It's like <laughs> Snoop's energy was on point. DMX is a douchebag. And it was just fantastic. Like, it was just... <laughs> 
probably I would say top three versus battles so far. Oh, 100 percent. It's definitely up there. Yeah, it's definitely up there. Because Beanie Man, Beanie Man, and Bounty Killer still got the throne. <laughs> yeah, Beanie and Bounty. Beanie still and Bounty the is, yeah. is it's is debatable is for me. One. It's debatable. And okay. that's just because of nostalgia. It's just, just depending on how you. I'm grew just up, saying but. that because I'm a I come from Caribbean parents by default. I'm biased. Yeah, y'all y'all niggas is biased. Yeah. But I would say Eric, <laughs> yeah, that's what to say is it's a little bit biased. Yeah, Erica Badu, Beanie Man, Bounty Killer, and DMX Snoop Dogg are up there. All right, those 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 are my three favorite uh favorite uh, IG battles so far. Facts. So with that, people started to circulate Usher versus Chris Brown. I don't know if y'all who y'all think would win that. Uh, I feel like Breezy's taking that. We love Usher, but first first of all, Breezy has too many number ones. Usher has been out longer. Breezy has way too many number ones. I'm not talking about oh, music. Usher, Usher, Usher that got, Confessions album is going to exactly. smack Usher, that nigga up, bro. Usher has bigger number ones than Chris Breezy, though. Bro, he has more Confessions album, son? He has more consistent, like, stupid. Chris Brown probably has the biggest number one out of the two of them, but Usher has multiple big number ones, like, if that makes sense to you. Like, yeah, Chris Brown got... Chris Brown I got. Think, I think distinguished don't remember these Usher hits, bro. Like I do remember Usher, Usher hits. Usher has some slaps, bro. Like some serious slaps. That's what's I up. I think Chris Remember Brown. Chris doesn't too. I think Chris Brown is scared of Usher because he he, he automatically said he's not doing the verses, and and he said he could win a verses off of his features alone. Speaking up and for I'm, my uh, speaking up for my Tory and brother Chris Brown, he know what time <laughs> it is. That that's the inner cocky confidence in him. He's like. I don't need to do this, you know, just like a Meek Mill. If somebody was like, yo, I don't I don't have to do this shit. Like, what? You know who the fuck I am. It's Meek. It's Meek Millie, baby. Like, it's Breezy. Like, yeah, but it's, but it's at the same time, it's like, do it for the culture, man. Like, this is entertainment. This is black entertainment. Look how much like, shit Chris is... Brown don't even do for the culture. All he does is give us top quality music. That's it. That's all yeah, I, I want think... from the nigga. That's, that's, uh, that's I, debatable. I that top quality is debatable. I, Chris Brown don't even... Content. Yeah, Chris Brown has... Has good records, but what's what's his classic album? Uh, classic album is probably gonna be "Forgiven All of My Enemies." Fame. That's probably gonna be classic album. Most people wouldn't consider that a classic. Though. Which album would be classic then? Because it's not the first None one. Of, that's what I'm saying. He don't have a classic. He he doesn't have an album, and and this is true. Chris doesn't have a, a playthrough album. He has a f- albums that has good singles on it, but. Chris doesn't have. Chris hasn't put out a pro, maybe the project that came out with um when he came back with with um with the Buster single and the Wheezy single um that was forgiven on my enemies. Forgiven on my enemies. That album was the, the album was okay, but I still wasn't a playthrough project. But it was okay. Uh, um, I hear you. But, yeah, but Usher has. I mean, compare that to Confessions. If you oh, if you put if you put Confessions up against. Fame, yeah, nah. Confessions I, I, is beat. I think is confe- busting that I, ass. I think Confessions would take it because again, Confessions had Red Light, Confessions had Superstar, Confessions had Confessions had. Actually, caught no, up. I, no, no, no. It's I think mad no. I think I think super, super, Superstar. I think was on um eight seven zero one because that's when Usher had first Another came back and he was with Chili after the night. Yeah, don't leave a girl yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, okay. But yeah, sick. Um, my way. Wait, didn't confession? Didn't confession have? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Boom. But I think, but I think that 
Wasn't that record with uh, what's his name? Uh, Lil John. Yeah, you talking about yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the remix had Luda, Luda Chris on it. Yeah, yeah. To to me, Chris Brown's uh, that the best album <coughs> Chris Brown has put out, I would say is Chris Brown. Chris Brown, the one, the which is the his soul- first album. That's his first album. Yeah, Kiss Kiss. Like- uh, no, oh, no, 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 no. Second album, second, second album, album, was second album had Kiss Kiss. That was his best album. That was his best album. His second project. The second album. The you talking about exclusive? Come on, nah, Flo. Second on. album was bro. Exclusive was then he have? exclusive was Chris Yo, Brown's <laughs> best album. Best album, bro. We're not doing best this project, right now on this yeah. podcast, bro. We're not doing I'm this. I'm telling shit, bro. you, bro. It's his best it. project. Go back and listen to that project, son. ladies and it gentlemen. I'm sorry project. to bombard so you with for, this shit, but niggas is trying to downplay Breezy for, right now. Like, for oh. me, for me, it would be it would be Chris Brown because it has it has run it. It has yo. It has ain't no way. Okay. It, it has, has popping. It has uh, uh, it has it has um give me that remix. It has give me that. Give me that. So that's his best project to me. That's his first album, bro. He was a Yo, boy. Second, he was a boy. Go, look, look. But look, that's look a problem. That's a look problem. Look at the track list of the second project, bro. That second project had a lot. I don't want to listen to exclusive because I know exclusive. I know Chris Brown's music, bro. I know his shit. Second, uh, the second the best album. Project, bro. Exclusive no. had Take You Down, which kiss, is, kiss. is up there. Kiss, kiss Kiss. Um let's see. It had Wall to Wall. Okay. That, that was his first um, single off that project. Okay. Let's see. I mean, I don't know if you want to consider lottery. Lottery um, was my shit. Should have made a music lottery video. Was for that. Fire. Should have made a video for lottery. It has nice and it has down featuring Kanye West. Down, um, okay. The, okay. the first one has more singles on it, bro. But I like exclusive. I like exclusive a I lot. I like the exclusive better. Exclusive, exclusive was, was I. There's only two part. albums that Chris Brown put out to me that was trash: Graffiti and Fortune. Both of them shits was garbage. Gra- Fortune was, was actually not bad. It was just not promoted. Well. Graffiti was first of all, it wasn't promoted well. The the uh the um I could transform you was a dope record. The video was trash. Chris Brown, I love you, bro, but some of them shits was garbage. Garbage. I I didn't really that. like I could transform you. His rapping on that was garbage. No 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 no. He wasn't really rapping. He was trying to rap. It wasn't working. The label should have said, Chris, <laughs> you're not ready yet. No. So no. fame has, fame has uh deuces. Which it was really off the mixtape. That was a huge that. record for that nigga that year. And that was featuring Tiger. That was Tiger's first public, I guess, to the pu- appearance in terms of him being a rapper. It has Look At Me Now. Look At Me Now went off. Um, Yeah, three times. Yeah, three went times off. Was a, a, a hit. Yeah, turned into a pop song. That shit was everywhere. Um, that was a hit. It has Wet the Bed with Ludacris. Wet the Bed was flames. Another solid song. Should have kissed you was popping. Uh, like most people don't talk about should have kissed I, you. I don't was, even remember how that sounds. Nah, should have kissed you was was all right. Um, beautiful people, which was another pop song. So right another now I'm hearing. So right now from XAB, beautiful people was good. So right now from XAB, D Flow, I'm hearing five fucking singles off this project. Right, at least five. That's what I'm hearing right now. Uh, That's what ahead. I just heard. Exclusive, exclusive had about that too. Yeah. But the but Chris Brown's first album had about six singles. And one of them was radio heavy, which was yo was super radio heavy, and ain't no way was radio heavy, heavy. And that was on the first. So project. I, do, I mean, nah, go ahead, y'all. Nah, I was gonna say exclusive had like six singles on it, bro. What's the singles? Run them off that, right now. Run them off. I'm trying to remember them. You had the um the first single, wall to wall, wall to wall. You had wall to wall. I didn't even gotta go to it because I'm talking to y'all like I. Wall to Wall was the first. I don't first. remember. 
Don't worry, I got you. Walter Walter was the first single. Second single. Exclusive was I. Right. Kiss, kiss. Take you down with take you. you. I want to take you with, down. And we forgot about with you. Yo, with you was the biggest record of that fucking and, year. And he had the two. He had the two. The double mint song. The 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 um. Oh yeah, and the then song. he lost that endorsement. Right, he You're lost right. that endorsement. He, definitely he had lost another that single that paired with it too. There was two songs that came out back to back. Exclusive with that was sing- a good album. I, I, so I, 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 this, it's a decent album, bro. Like it's to me, it's his best album so far. I no, have to see these. It no, a- no, no. Fame is not a better album. album than that. Fame has better songs, nah. maybe. What? What are we singles, talking about bro. on this podcast right singles. now? What are we talking bro, you're, about? You're, you're bugging, bro. You're Ladies bugging, and gentlemen, I'm fi- very sorry for the, the deficiency that you're hearing from my co-host XAB and Yo, Flo. You're they don't know what the fuck they're talking if, about. If you think they don't know what they're talking that, about. <laughs> fame, first, first of all, fame is not as cohesive as his first two projects. Fame is all over the place, but it has good songs on it. I'm not it's taking away singles. from the songs. That's always That's, been the problem with X. I mean, with Chris's with Chris's projects. Chris's projects has singles. Oh yeah, he X was also have a good amount of singles. X was also trash too. I didn't like X. X was so. That, let's go through the rest yeah, of them. X yeah. was X was garbage. X was garbage. Royalty. Royalty was not that good. I didn't listen to Lord only Royalty a couple like of songs. That. Couple yeah. songs on that too. Yeah, Fortune. Fortune was Fortune eh. was not good, bro. Couple <laughs> songs again. Fortune was couple not songs good. again. Fortune, I'm looking right now. I don't even see a single right now. Nah, Fortune had like know. two songs. I think that was it. That we it had no. strip. Strip yeah, was on strip. there. But, that, but that's it. That's it. <laughs> I just want to see you. Right, strip. with fucking Kevin McCall. That's it. Uh, I don't even didn't see. He that, didn't he have that song? I don't want to go there. No, uh, you're talking you about. Never go there. That was on. <laughs> that was on actually the album that came out, Heartbreak on a Full Moon. Nah, Heartbreak on a Full Moon. Oh, no, 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 That was, Heartbreak on a Full Moon was one of his good, one of his better projects, too. That was too. definitely a fire album. It just album. had too many songs. It just songs. Too many songs. way too long. Yeah. Too yeah, many songs, way right. too fucking, if he would have just took the best songs of it, he might have beat out some yeah. of his old shit. Yeah. Yeah, if he had just made it a 12 song. Pills and automobiles, right, right, right. To my bed, tempo. Tempo, good song. To yeah, my Chris, bed, good on, song. On, on Heartbreak and the Full Moon, Chris Brown had at least 10 fucking singles on that project. Yeah, a good amount of songs <laughs> in rotation from that project. Yeah, he man. Did, it was just like 96 songs. Like, it made yeah. no sense why he had so many songs on the project. Correct. Now, when you pull up Usher, <laughs> Usher albums, <laughs> it's a bit different. <laughs> Uh, Usher albums, Usher albums is a bit different. Now, granted, Usher, so Usher got some shitty albums too. We're less, we're I really wouldn't know because I'm I can't say I'm an Usher fan. So I, I I'm Usher's cool. I cannot do. I oh, listen you, to Usher straight through. No, damn mind. I don't. You I don't can't listen to, listen to Usher straight through. Oh I, nah, bro. I never you listened to a whole that, Usher bro. album straight through. You lost your goddamn that. mind, bro. I probably did. So you over here talking about you talking about you talking about us like oh these niggas is bugging you haven't even listened to how old old are we and how old is Usher let's start there my nigga Usher came out in 1994 Usher came out in 1994 I was four years old my nigga you was in (laughs) you were in high school when Confessions came out at least matter of fact you were probably so how the fuck don't you know Confessions, bro? <laughs> I know Confessions. I know 8701. I know Usher's My Way. I don't know the rest of his shit. I don't know the rest of his shit. This nigga is The way so that I'm talking about Chris Brown, I can't talk about Usher like that because I would have to know record for record when it came out the years. Like how I'm giving you historical context on Chris. I can't do that with Usher. 
I, I can't do after that. confessions. What came out after confessions? What was his album? Because the album after confessions was um verses and verses was fire. No, no, no. It was confessions. Then it was here I stand. Here I stand was, uh, was uh, middle ground. Here That's I the stand. one with daddy. That's the one with daddy and moving mountains and all them. Yeah, 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 moving yeah. mountains. That was that. not bad project either though. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't. It wasn't. Here it, I it was stand. all right. So doom, it had doom, love in this doom. club. Right. Trade in oh, places. Okay. Moving oh, mountains. Yeah. Okay. Oh, shit. I, I, daddy? Yo, I used to fuck with daddy, son. I, the beat for daddy, son? I I tried to remake that beat so many fucking times, bro. Here I that Stand, which was daddy? hot. Loving This bro. Club was on that joint. He already got five off the rip, bro. Talking about, bro. <laughs> Trade in places still ring off today. Play that in Facts. the club right now. Right now, bro. Play that right now. Matter of fact, we going to my way. Fuck it. Now nah, we gotta learn this nigga up. This nigga distinguished guy. <laughs> nigga, you gotta get learned up real quick. Hey, you make me want it. Is the first fucking single so, on my oh, way, my nigga. Oh, that's what's up. <laughs> that's you what's up. Wanna... Nice and then slow. The... the next single, bro. Then that's the single, up. my way itself, bro. That single. Boom, boom. <laughs> that boom, my boom, way, my boom, nigga. Boom, boom, boom. What? That's what's up. <laughs> Nigga got. I, about? I know bedtime was a big one. I don't remember it, but I know bedtime was another big one from this nigga. Uh, and then you make me want an extended version. Come on, son. Yeah, Yo, you make me want to was the vid. I used to love the video for you make me want to. You trying to do the moves, the chairs? You trying to do the dance? Nah, I, I I ain't got the dance. It's just it's just fun okay. to watch. It was crazy. All right, that, all right, cool. Then right. let's go to two thousand and one eight seven zero one, my nigga. Classic, another album. fantastic classic. Album. You remind me off yeah. rip. Yeah, right. me of Then he had uh um the shit uh You got it bad. Yeah, you, you got, got it bad got was it bad. a crazy record. That was a wild record. You got it bad was stupid, bro. Yeah. You got it bad was stupid. He lost chilling. After you got it bad, yeah. he had confessions. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do we do we even really need do we need to go into <laughs> we can need to go into confessions? Oh, do we need to do I, that? I think everybody knows confessions. <laughs> everybody knows confessions. You don't know the confessions album. Something's <laughs> wrong with you, son. I mean, shit. Like, confessions. Didn't didn't also confessions have a deluxe version as well? I'm sure it did. Every project had all these shits had deluxe versions. This I'm looking. Confessions had mad solid. Yeah, confessions was his was say his biggest album of his career. Yeah, definitely. Because I had my boo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic, classic. Raymond versus Raymond was fire. I like that. Another actually like Raymond versus Raymond. I'm not gonna hold you. Yeah. That was, that was Monstar. Hey, Daddy. Daddy's home. Oh, Daddy's home. The Daddy's home single. My Come bad. This nigga D flow face. Look at you. I love that beat, bro. That was there, one of my favorite beats, bro. There goes bro. my baby. That shit is fucking fire. That is. That, that's my Little shit. freak with Nicki Minaj. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Facts. Shit. Oh my God! With Will I Am, that shit rang off. That was another. That was, yeah, that was an international like, record. That 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 that, that was another stupid. beat I tried to remake many different times. Then Guilty with Ti, that shit fucking. Another we have, solid song. Papers is on there. Not my favorite, but it rang off for some another niggas. Solid papers song. definitely. Another, yeah, Papers was my. Uh, papers was. Uh, you gotta sign these papers. These yeah. paper. Okay. Was it was wasn't it the wasn't it the one that had him in the R. Kelly single too? This Same girl. Same girl. Same girl, yeah. I don't know if don't, same Nah, same girl wasn't on this same one. Same girl was on R. Oh, Kelly's okay. album. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Okay, Which was, okay. I, if I'm not mistaken, I think that was double up. Chocolate Factory. That was, DJ oh, got us falling in love with Pitbull. 
That shit right oh, there. Oh, get it. Yeah, yeah. Big that tune. was crazy. Big tune. Big that was crazy, yeah. <laughs> so right there, Hottie. that's what, six singles? Son, Hot hot Toddy with oh, Jay-Z. That shit. was crazy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Come on, son. Raymond, Raymond versus Raymond is up there, bro. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's what he's competing with confession. Niggas forgot, yeah, yeah, yeah. Niggas forgot about forgot. Raymond versus Raymond. I forgot. I forgot about Niggas forgot about Raymond, yeah, yeah, yeah. About yeah, Raymond yeah, versus about Raymond, that. my nigga. That was a good album. That was a good album. That was but, an excellent album, son. Okay. Everything else um, after that is trash, though. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm not even going. A was what, Garbage, what? 2018. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Hard to Love and Looking at Myself. Those three albums were terrible. Right. Unfortunately. Mm. Right. But that, I think some, that would be a great versus battle, son. I think, I think now, 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 now I see it. It could definitely be a fire versus. It could. It could. So, it could. It, 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 it wouldn't be because they, although Usher hasn't put out nothing like really solid in the last few years. Chris has a lot of songs, but I think what Chris is going to fuck him up with is the features, though, because mm. Chris is Chris has a lot more featured records. Chris is featured and, king. That nigga was on everybody's shit at one point. But I think what's going to happen is the same thing where, where it's, it's even with like with a, a Snoop versus DMX, where it's like everybody knows the radio stuff from DMX, but Snoop had a lot of sleepers that people kind of forgot about. And wasn't really paying attention. So it's like, even with the Jada Fab situation, where it's like, you think Jada's gonna come out and just, I mean, right. Fab is gonna come out and just hit, hit off with the singles, but they're, they're different types of singles. This is what needs so to happen like, in the verses moving forward. I had Swiss, DMX winning that battle, by the way. He's still yeah, one in my eyes. Swiss Beats and Timbo have to create a criteria where either the fans choose or the artists up front say, before the, before the verses starts, like, Niggas do a poll and the poll goes directly to the versus page. And then from that poll, from the versus page, that poll gets distributed to whoever the artist is set to match up that week or that following weekend. So My now nigga, you, you, it's, it's, you're trying you to break down a whole do pipeline. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, but they it's do. Be, before they start, they tell them if they're allowed to use features or not. No, no, so, no, no. I'm not even talking about features. I'm talking about are we doing albums or are we doing mixtapes or are we doing both? Because if we're doing mixtapes, a lot of niggas. Well, like I grew up, I can't speak for everybody listening to the podcast. I'm a nigga where I didn't just buy 50 cent albums. I bought more 50 cent mixtapes than I did album, which means I probably know way more 50 cent songs than most niggas know album songs. Facts. Yeah, but that's how would, I've been. That's how 50 and them would make it, though. Like if you go into a versus battle with someone like 50, the G unit mixtapes might eat. It's going to it's gonna kill niggas. It's going to really kill niggas. G unit mixtapes was crazy. Yeah, they're going to kill niggas. In this particular situation with Usher versus Chris, it's kind of hard because there's biases. There's people who are really Chris Brown fans. And there's <laughs> a lot of. And it's kind of weird because Chris has more male loyal fans than Usher does. Usher has a, the women would eat Chris up. The women when, fans is going to talk when, shit. When Usher, Usher fans are when Usher came out, it was still the era where, as a nigga, you couldn't you couldn't look up to another dude. So the mad dudes hated on Usher a little bit when he came out, but all the women loved him. They didn't hate on him because he was whack. They hated on him because he got all the girls. But by the time Chris came out, it was kind of cool to look up to R and B singers. You also, could look to R and B singer. Yep. One and big be like, part. Oh yeah, he's dope. One big part that we're missing with Chris Brown brothers is that Chris Brown. I'm not saying he's affiliated. Allegedly, he looks like he's allegedly affiliated with the Bloods. So he has this bad boy streak that uh, that um not uh, uh, that Usher has not shown us. 
Chris Brown be on his hood shit sometimes, and them records knock off in the club too. That's true. Yeah. Where Chris is going to outdo Usher in this challenge is that Chris has recent content that's fresh. That's true too. Like, he put on a record like No Guidance, and it's just like, yeah, everybody a, knows No well, Guidance. Well, No Guidance you know? is an automatic hit. I don't, there's not exactly. much. There's not much Usher would want to put up against that. If I was Usher, I would let him win. If he put No Guidance on, I'd let him take that. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm it's not. Like, I'm not putting one of my big records up against that big record because, especially right now, No Guidance is going to smash it. What needs so. to happen though? One thing that we're also missing, yo, versus whoever the fuck y'all niggas got to pay us because we coming up with some dope ass ideas. This is how they're gonna differentiate between the verses if it's Chris Brown versus um, Usher. When they do their records, fellas, they gotta put on a whole fucking show. So if in the, so if it's in the studio or wherever they do it, niggas gotta dance. A dance battle with their records and the records that were big records that may differentiate who might take it too. Because now you're adding I, a different element. I think they're saving that for when outside opens back up. And oh, they actually that would concerts. be wild. Yeah, that, that'd be That's crazy. Right. But again. It's it's again it's twenty records. So whatever your top twenty, and then it's also about who sets the pace. Because if Usher that sets the fact. pace, then it you know Chris Brown may never get a chance to throw one of those rap records in there. Because if Usher sets it in a tone where it's like you throw that shit out against fucking my way, you're gonna look stupid. I'm gonna smash your shit out of here. So he might not give Chris a chance to get some of those pop or top one hundred songs out there. And that might give Usher the edge. Or the flip side, Chris might turn up the tempo. But the thing is, again, Usher is so versatile with the amount of hits. His hits are longer lasting than Chris. Chris's hits, that is I, a fact. I call them microwave hits. They'll, they'll hit for like two years, and then you won't even think about them shits ever again. Like uh, Fine China. Nobody cares about that, but it was Nobody the biggest shit that. when it was out. Back in that time. I'm, and Chris has a few long-lasting singles. Like, they played Yo the other day, and I was just like, that was Yo, Yo reminds you know, me of like, Fabulous's record with Tamia. It's one of them mm. records. Like, you can hear Yo live on the radio forever. Yeah, yo is yo is long lasting. Um, I feel yo, like most most of Chris's long lasting songs came from his first two projects. Yeah, after the, okay. after he came back out, his long lasting records are, um, not deuces. Deuce, deuces loyal, good, but it's not loyal, long loyal record. lives on the radio. Loyal, these loyal girls, lives these girls on ain't loyal. Yeah, um, no loyal guidance. Strip, no guidance is still a good strip. Strip, strip still hits. Yeah, strip, strip still, still hits. Still hits. Yeah. It's, the, still, it's still bubblegum, though, because it's not it's not taking some of them Usher legendary songs out of nah, here. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> it's not. Usher still... You can play Caught Up right now, and I'll probably have not to stop what I'm doing. But I got a question, <laughs> though. What is Usher putting up against Loyal? That's Chris Brown's biggest record of his entire career. There's no record that has yet to fuck with his Loyal. What you Usher put Love in this Club on, bro, with Beyonce. Mm, okay. Yeah, <laughs> Love in this Club. That's a nice little he can put uppercut. On, he, can put, he can play Loyal. He can just put on Pointer, Pointer, nigga be a holy shit. A-Town. A-Town up. True. Like, true. Give me the window off of them clothes, man. Don't put the touch your toe. What? What are we talking about right now, bro? Nah, this nigga Usher is not out. <laughs> like, Chris got to put some respect on Usher's name. That's all I'm Facts. saying. That's all I want. 
Put some respect on Usher's name. You know like, what's funny about it, son? I could see Chris being like, y'all know I've told his record on. It's going to be crazy. And you play loyal. And that nigga Usher be like, <laughs> I see you. <laughs> and that nigga throw some shit on. And that nigga Chris had scratch his head like, you going to do me like that? Chris Brown Chris Brown going to have to fucking pull a chest move and be like, word, you going to do me like that? So I'm going to just play New Flame. Oh, shit. New Flame got your ass on it. What's up? <laughs> that's, that's a that, fact. That might have to. He might have to do that. You know that's mean? a fact. Niggas got to get fact. smart, D Flow. Niggas got to start playing chess. I'm gonna use your voice <laughs> on my record against your records. How about that, nigga? And I like New Flame too. Yeah. New, Flame awesome, New Flame was alright. New Flame was alright. I ain't like Rick. I ain't like Rick Ross on it, but it was a great record. Yeah, Rick Ross. You gotta go off that. So Bow Wow also said that he's not interested in doing a versus because he wanted to do a versus against Fabulous. And since Fab already did his versus battle, uh, he's not really that interested unless he's paired with Omarion and they they tag team and do another rap uh, R and B du- uh, duo that has done a lot of songs together. So okay. is it a, is it becoming a trend right now to not do verses? Because now you got Chris saying it and Bow Wow, and it seems like all these young niggas are starting to say that they don't want to do it. I mean, I don't know because. And we're not going to shit on a nigga Shad Moss. Like, Shad Moss wasn't the biggest fucking artist of his entire generation. You know what I mean? Like, at Bow the time, wow was, he was. Bow Wow was yeah, that time, nigga. Yeah. Bow Wow got millions behind his name. So we're not going to front on Bow Wow. However, I don't know if Bow Wow was wise when he said he wanted to go against Fabulous. I don't know where he, he thought. He would have got waxed. He would have got yeah, waxed. I don't, I don't know he what that's got, it's about. two different types of records. Two different type of records. Two different type of rapping and two different type of artists. First like of Bow all, wow. he's... Th- He's 30 plus doing some of them them young records that got him to where he is won't hit the same. No. You know what I mean? Like you need to be 11 years old rapping that for it to hit the way yeah, it hit. And he would have to do it with someone that came up as a young as a young artist themselves. Right. Like him and him and Amari and doing the verses wouldn't be too bad. That wouldn't. But at, at that's this a good point, idea. Yeah, good like idea. I don't think Bow Wow was in that like if the next verses to me that I'm feeling to watch, to be honest, would be like a, a Jermaine Dupri versus Dre, or something mm. like that. That I'll be interested in seeing another producer battle. And I was telling Tiff, and she just like Jermaine Dupri, he wouldn't be able to like hold up against Dre. And I was just like, I don't know. Jermaine Dupri got got Jermaine some. Jermaine Dupri got, got some, some slappers. We not gonna front. He got some hits. Jermaine like, Dupri is another sleeper person that people don't think about. Yeah. So nah, Jermaine Dupri. Got, we, we we gonna sleep on so so deaf y'all niggas is crazy <laughs> y'all niggas is crazy. Uh, so so deaf had their run. They had Usher underneath them. Usher, so Jagged Edge. Usher Come on, Nelly Jagged at Edge, one point. Bow Wow. Come on, son. You remember? I remember Jermaine Dupri was responsible for a lot of Mariah's two thousand hits. Yes, Janet Jackson. Janet Jackson at one. Janet Jackson at one, Janet point. Jackson at one point. What we talking about, man? So, yeah. yeah. That's why I'm, I'm, start, a- I'm starting not to respect these fucking these niggas born. 25 and younger, man. I'm starting to get tight at these <laughs> niggas. <laughs> Shit. These niggas don't put respect on people's names, right? What I think they need to do is I think they need to redo Luda and Nelly's one because Nelly, Nelly fucked up that whole experience. I think Luda and Nelly's one would have been up there with the rest. They should do. They should. They should wait. They should read. That should be one of the first ones they redo when outside open back, back up. Yep. Nelly and Lenny and Luda is another. It was a... If that shit, if Nelly's shit wasn't fucking up that whole show, that would have been top three for me, because they both had um, like Luda and Nelly. They like literally 
could have really go back to back with hits. So, yeah, excited to see what they're about to do, man. Like the DMX Snoop Joe was was good. It was really good. I so enjoyed the, it. So the question becomes: Will there be a white versus? Because we haven't seen any white bands, white singers. So, I said it to Tiff. Said I was like, I wonder who's going to be the first white artist to go up and battle. So when I saw this question, I was a bit perplexed because this question could have been taken out of context because this could mean two things. One, it could mean the way that the verses are set up. This is something that Timbo, black man, this is something that mm-hmm. Swiss Beast, black man, brought together. The way it could be perceived... The listener listening to this could be like, oh, nah, niggas already got something else. They just don't call it verses. We're probably not even hip to it yet. Or maybe it's something that's bubbling. But my thing is, if they're going to do something that's outside of what we created, because I I think I speak for every music enthusiast here. It doesn't matter who the fuck is doing the verses. It could have been Vanessa Williams um, playing the fucking piano in that video, singing that song that we all fucking love. At the end of the day... Music is universal. So if they're going to do it, pay credit. But if you're not going to try to mimic the shit, nah, nigga, jump on a platform that's already established. It's called Versus. Well, it's a fact. Nah, it's meant you know to mean? be, it was meant to be two-pronged in that essence. Okay. One, I mean, I would hope that there doesn't need to be a separate entity. Versus nah. is Versus. There is no and competition. So, it's just Versus. That's it. <laughs> so, yeah. So if y'all are planning on doing something, it should be under Tim and Swiss. If y'all don't, then that further uh, puts an exclamation point on the fact that there's a racial divide that right. y'all can't go under two black men that created something that doesn't for exist. everybody. Oh. On the, exactly, mm-hmm. and then on the other side of it, I don't know if they consider Battle of the Bands a version of verses that came out beforehand. Uh, uh, <laughs> okay, uh. I don't know, but that again, that's not verses because verses was digital in its first creation so right. i don't know if battle of the bands would try and do a virtual version of it and and white uh leaning bands would be more uh i guess comfortable going Listen, on those platforms i would love to see a beastie boys versus blink 182 okay i would oh, love get, to see that come on okay i'd be i'd be there nope. i'd <laughs> okay. be there my all nigga. right like, we don't discriminate over here we love every fucking body okay all right it's dads and bow ties bitch okay <laughs> all right um, all right, so I've seen this floating around a little bit, um, and I wanted to ask and see how y'all felt about in entertainment. Do people support each other only out of convenience? Can you find, like, real love in the entertainment business? Thinking about some of the relationships we've all made kind of together, in a sense, in the entertainment world, what do you feel about those relationships? Are they only out of convenience? I was talking to you the other day about somebody. I'm not going to say that, that that individual's name, XAB. All I'm going to say is this. This is what the fuck I've noticed. This is what I've noticed as Malek Mir on my acting side. This is what I've noticed on my every regular day distinguished side. People only reach out to me when it's convenient. Prime mm. fucking example. I am in a musical called Ghetto Chronicles. I was casted on December 22nd, 2019. I have done so far four play productions um, prior to the COVID, and we're getting ready to actually enter back into production as of August. Like, we have a set date, we have a set venue, we have a set location, all of that details. I'll give you guys that next week. However, 
I've noticed that a lot of people have been reaching out to me because they see that we just dropped the music video, which the music video is edited to the T. Shout out to the fucking um, editor, um, Owen, um, Elliot, and my uh, director, uh, DeWitt. People like, oh my God, how do I get involved in acting? How do I get involved in uh, music? I'm like, yo, I've been trying to put y'all on all of a sudden. Could you see a music video drop? Now it's like, oh, so how can Malek help me again? In the words of Aubrey Graham, everybody think that I can help them get back to where they fell from. I'm not doing this shit anymore, y'all. I'm so, I'm not doing it anymore. I'm not. I'm not doing it. Y'all really only reach out when y'all see that shit look like it's going good for me. It's on the up and up. And not, uh, that's to me, that's fake. It's mm. fake. Don't ask and don't reach out and say, oh, my God. Like the other day, somebody reached out to me and was like, yo, I got a little situation with podcasts. Um this, that, and the third. I'm like, listen, man, I'm gonna speak to my team and get back to you. Um I'm sorry. I'm a I'm a I'm gonna go next. I'm a I have the opposite feeling from from distinguish. I feel like the industry is based off convenience. I feel like unless I consider you someone that I want to build that relationship deeper with, I don't expect you to reach out to me but when it's convenient. Because at the end of the day is how you leverage that convenience. If you're reaching out to me for a particular situation at a particular set of time, just understand that that convenience that you're reaching out to me for, or whatever you're coming to me for, isn't going to be free. It's not going to be convenient for, it's not going to be just something I do for the heck of doing it. And I feel like whenever you're in a situation with entertainment, which is uh, something that you're providing entertainment you're providing a service to someone i just feel like people want to reach out only when they need to i don't need you to reach out to me more than that anyway if i don't consider you a friend or if i don't consider you someone close to me because at the end of the day then then what's the purpose so i feel like unless you're a part of my circle or a part of the set of people that i deal with on a constant basis then i don't really take no offense to it if you're going to reach out to me when you need to reach out to me, then that's when I know you need my service and you're just going to have to pay for it. And that's just going to be that. I, I used to take offense to it at first because I used to be like, damn, it's only when niggas need me, they want to reach out. And then I started to realize like, what other purpose do they have to reach out to me for? It's not like I'm sitting here thinking to myself, well, I need to build this relationship with this person. You don't have to be close friends with everybody. Not everybody has to be more than what they are to you. That's why you separate your circles and you make sure the ones who are nearest to you get the benefit of your attention when they need to get it. Outside of that, I only need you to reach out to me when you need my service. That's that. Mm, okay, Dave. Heard you. Um, I think, I don't know, y'all. I kind of feel like I, I feel both sides of that. I feel like most of the relationships that I've personally made in the industry is 80% convenience, 20% people who actually fuck with me as a either a person or artist or whatever. But I will notice that, at least in the beginning, now it's a totally different story. I mean, I move way different in the industry altogether. So, like, I contribute that partly to how I'm, I'm perceived. I think a lot of that, the industry is, is again, it's, a, it's, it's based off of convenience and leverage. So if you move as a mark, unfortunately, if you move as someone who's new to the industry or or doesn't know what's going on or quote unquote a fan, 
people often put you in that box where they only fuck with you when they think you could do something for them, when they want you to buy a ticket, when they have a, a project, but they feel like you'll do whatever for the free free or you'll do whatever to just help them out because you've been fanning over them for whatever amount of time. So I've definitely seen that side of it. Um, but I also feel like the more you kind of change the air around you and kind of just move in a certain type of way, it kind of gets flipped and people kind of just want to be around you because they're trying to see. It's still for convenience, but they're trying to be around you because they, they want to see where you're about to go, if you're about to pop. So they try to keep you close. Which, I don't know. I, I feel like I, I gotta agree with Distinguish a bit that that's fake. If I'm only around you to see when you're gonna pop and to see when you're going to get to another level, if that's why I'm around you, you know, that's fake. I get it. I understand it. At the end of the day, we also have to keep in mind that it's business. So for a lot of people, I gotta stick around you because if you blow, then my business blows and Let me it is speak. what it is. Let me speak to the target audience. Our target audience is women. Women, y'all not about to fucking like me for this shit, but it is what it motherfucking is. This is dad has some both. We keep it a fucking thousand on this motherfucker. Fuego! A lot of y'all women listen to the podcast because a lot of y'all are trying to get close to me and XAB and to some extent D-Flow. You guys are listening to the fucking podcast because you just don't like the content. You kind of see and you kind of in your head have this theory on where our trajectory might uh, allow us to end up. You see the moves that we're making. You see how we're posting. This is the long story short. We are in a position where we are in control of what the fuck we're doing. Not just our thoughts. The, the things that we're moving around on our chessboard, the people that we're interacting with because of how we're moving, we're in control of that. We're also in control of how you think you're in control of us because Every fucking Tuesday, every Friday, even on the weekends when we fucking sleep, somebody is posting some shit on dad has some bow ties. Somebody's trying to get close to somebody else that's closer to us than you guys are so that you can finally feel like you get to know us on a level outside of the podcast. Then when outside opens up, you're going to come to a live show. You're going to buy drinks at the fucking bar. You're going to try to get really close, uh, hot and heavy and cozy with us. And then we're really going to be in a position to be like, yay or nay. Everybody that's listening to anybody's podcast is doing the same fucking shit. Let's keep it a thousand. Some people listen because they really fuck with us. Some people are listening, taking fucking notes. And some people trying to come for the motherfucking throne. You can't have it. You can't do it. How, Sway? Uh, I don't... I, I don't. We have fucking dad has some bow ties, baby. No, stop, stop <laughs> claiming dad has some bow ties <laughs> when you want to say some dumb rant. shit. <laughs> nice. Don't go in your fucking rat and then try to generalize dad has some bow ties, nigga. Hold the fuck up. We ain't about to do that, nigga. You just relax, sir. <laughs> all I'm saying, ladies, listening to the podcast, we do not all feel like we don't all feel the same. They was partially will, feeling that, ladies. They're partially what feeling that. What I will that. tell you is, and I'll tell you this from from the side of somebody got to keep it a hundred, man. We all have skills that we are all we've all perfected on our own. Yes, y'all niggas know me. Audio engineering, producing. That's that. X has X has this, like this capability that we're doing right now. For y'all who don't know, I don't really have that set of skills. 
You feel me? In terms of organizing, putting together the podcast, creating the content for the podcast. Not that's beside his artistic skills too. So besides being an artist and 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 on the graphic side of it as well, and distinguished being the businessman and having his set of skills as well, we all have our personal niches within us that people want to become close to us so they could take advantage of it for. I think what I've learned over the years is that people are going to come around you because they realize you have the talent and they either want to like you like what what, what y'all said leverage that said talent or figure out how they could take advantage of that said talent, whether it be get free work, whether it be to to keep us in the loop so that when the time is right, they could take advantage of that set skill. What I've learned is that when people come around me like that, I've learned to just kind of, I know what you're around me for because I could sense whether or not you actually really want to work with me. And as the years has gone by, I've realized that how I put a stop to that, I just be up front. What the fuck are you here for? I think what you make do you a want? I think you make a good point because at the end of the day I think this conversation comes down to who has the responsibility to protect said talent and the, exactly. as, and ultimately the responsibility lands on you. And unfortunately when you first come into entertainment um on any level of it, you know, we're not crazy huge at this moment in time but we're not in the yet. space. Not yet. Uh, but Facts. it it doesn't matter on what level you have the you have to protect your talent from everybody else around you because there will be some people that will just try to use you and they will come and act as if they're your friend they will Facts. come and act like they're sincere and really and truly they have a hidden motive behind them unfortunately we've seen a lot of times people will use oh I'm in entertainment um, I want you to model for me and then try and get on get on a date or some shit like that. Like Facts. it is part of the game. It's not always the nice part of the game, but it is there. So you do have a responsibility to just be wary about your surroundings when you're in entertainment and who you let in. Um, because there are people here that are trying to do that. With that being said, when you're new and you're you're just into it, you want everybody to like you and you want everybody to be your friend. So Facts. you go in with this mentality of like, yo, I'm gonna make friends with everybody. But unfortunately, some people don't want to be your friend. Some people That is the truth. Some people just want whatever it is that they can get, whether it's they see you fanning out for them, so they want you to buy tickets. They'll send you a text message only when they want you to stream their music. But then when you send them a, a happy birthday text, they like thanks and they'll say nothing to you. That might mm-hmm. be it. Or, or like you out there giving everybody a Thanksgiving text and you like, oh, yo, I met Shorty at this uh, performance and she was dope. And I think we we developing a good friendship. Let me send her something and you don't get nothing back. Or you do that to your homeboy. You don't get nothing back. And, uh, and the reality of the situation is those people don't look at you as nothing more than a fan or a supporter while and, also telling you that you they friend. And I, I, that's why I've learned. <laughs> My as God. The, and obviously, you know, to all the listeners, like we've been in this shit. We've been rocking along on this boat. We've been rocking in this boat collectively like, since 2012. What's up? We got the facts. receipts. It's we been, got the receipts. It's been almost 10 years. And niggas, niggas, we, we've built up a certain level of, of resistance to it. Or we've at least learned enough that you can just kind of notice. People are, people are going to do what they got to do. Everybody has, like what I said, their hidden agendas. But I think the biggest part of I for me personally, I've just come to a realization. I get those texts from people only when they need me. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm cool with that. You feel me? Because at the end of the day, I have no further reason to contact you beyond that either. So I also know what role this person plays in my life. Oh, you're a client. We've also all matured to that spot because I remember being being green as a motherfucker when I first started (laughs) doing music and thinking that everybody I came across, that we exchanged numbers and Instagrams and Facebooks, that we was going to be cool and... And form something. I mean, I had to grow out of that. I started off like yeah. that. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna lie and act like I, I did. I, I was like that too. I, I. I mean, we all came from. We were in a. We. We. I mean, y'all niggas know. Like, I'm. I'm not gonna tell the fans. I was much, just using erotic poetry. I was trying broad, to smash. We're gonna keep it a hundred. I was in, just trying to in smash. The, in the in the broad <laughs> perspective, all of us was in that place where we wanted to build relationships with people and. We all thought this was for the benefit of you know making things go further, but as you went along, you just realized that everybody does does their own shit and they only literally used you for whatever they needed to use you for. So, like I said, as as you grow in it, you'll start to realize that people, certain people, play certain roles. And in my life right now, you're, there's three types of people in my life outside of family, and that's clients associates and i want to say friends because friends is a loose word right now because for me if you're really close with me you've moved into that family part right but friends are still the people that i'm just like i have your number and i can still call you and it's not going to be an awkward conversation on the phone right you feel me associates are more we could get on the phone and talk but i'm talking to you for a specific purpose yeah, they, and the clients is just you know people you're going to reach out to me because you need me for a particular service and that's that the industry that we're in took the the genuineness out of even what the fuck it is that we're talking about because we shouldn't even be talking about it in these lens in this context but that is just the reality again I ain't going to say no names but I definitely remember a lot of people in the up and up shitting on me and XAB in the beginning standing on fucking lines in a blistering cold Bitches saying one thing. Next thing you know, we get inside. It's a whole nother situation. Niggas got to pay more money at the door. I'm not saying I hold grudges, but I remember a lot of shit. I remember a lot of people's names. I still got a lot of people's emails. When I see y'all niggas where we see y'all, boy, you can't even look at me crazy. I'm going to be like, yo, I really don't know this person. Like, I, I, I thought I knew you. I don't know you now. Like, I don't even know why you're in the same space with us. Let's just take this photo and get the fuck out of my way. I'm just I'm just keeping That's it 100. Like this. That's it. it you pay, you, they pay and they keep it pushing. I, I don't That's know if X feel that way, but there's a lot of motherfuckers that done said some dickhead shit to us, done lied. We done been stood up with fucking studio time that we fucking paid. Yo, we done been through some retarded shit in this situation, son. We done been I mean, for me, the way I look at it, there's there's three ways I look at it. The There's a part of me that, that of course, looks at it from a social worker perspective. And ask, um, not calling myself a social worker, but from that lens, mm-hmm. and I, I see everybody does something for a reason, whether the reason is good or not, to, uh, good enough to take advantage of somebody or not is a whole nother story. Mm-hmm. But certain people, like when you hear about what space they were in at the time that they did some fuck shit to you, you realize that. To them, some of them, not everybody, but for some of them, they feel like they didn't have a choice. They needed that money ASAP, so they didn't give a damn if if they was going to sell you to buy a ticket for a show they knew was going to be garbage, or they were telling you it's $20, 
And then when you get to the door, it's $40 because they know you're not going to leave once you're at the door. Like for some people, they, they do shit out of desperate, a desperate zone. Doesn't, doesn't necessarily make it right and doesn't make me like look at it as anything else is still fuck shit. But I can understand. I, I, I hear you. You was broke. You ain't know when your next meal was coming from. You was just trying to live. And we've, I've had that happen to me personally. I had somebody tell me that they was a PR and they had this and they had that and they were going to be able to link. And, and that, that never happened. There's literally, there literally was a contract that was half fulfilled. I had people tell, do music videos for me and I paid them the money and then they don't edit. And then they come up with all these excuses as to why they're not (laughs) editing and all this shit. Like it's happened. So I get it. Now, then there's the other side of me. That's shit like, getting me tight just listening to this shit that has. I mean, son. it is what it is. Getting it's life, bro. tight right now, son. There, there's the other side of me that says, you know, remember what you've done to people. Because you never know who turns into who at what time. You may have did all those things thinking that I was just another local artist that was never going to go anywhere or this was a hobby or whatever. But you don't know what may happen in a year or two. So now that local artist or whatever that you were just kind of didn't care about shitting, shitting on or didn't care about fucking over, they might literally be the next biggest thing. Maybe not in music. Maybe it doesn't happen that way. But maybe it happens in another way where now you need them. Now they connected to uh, one of these shows and you're a producer and oh shit you want to get your beats on that show well they probably could have helped you but you fucked them over back in 2015 so what what can you say to me now and for some people they like they don't care it's not if it wasn't meant to be it wasn't meant to be but i think that's a double-edged sword you have to be careful about your relationships with people i'll see you again you getting cut that's it. it like like you have to because literally i've seen I've seen about six people in our media circle get signed to labels and or uh, work for a label and or work for a major distributing company or, or televised company. At least six people in our media circle. Now, imagine if I was to be one of these grimy niggas out here just doing grimy shit. Like, I'd have no access to these people on, on no shape or form. And even having access for me, I don't even ask for that many favors. If I do ask for a favor, it's for the kids. I'll be like, yo, can you go work for, or can you come to the spot that I'm working for and work with so-and-so? I very rarely ask for something specifically for me. And so, like, even in that essence, like, I'm not trying to leverage the relationship in that way. But you got to keep that in mind. Certain people do. And then the third the third way I look at it is some somewhat similar to how you look at it, where it's just like, when that time does come, because it does, it does happen. It's coming. <laughs> you bump into, it's you coming. bump into people, and you end up being in in a situation where you do have a little bit of leverage. You know, I I don't know. I know that back in 2012, my decision would have been yes automatically. I don't know what my decision in 2020 would be. I hope and that yes really turns into an no, my nigga. Thank I, you. I, I, okay. I know. I Thank know you. my. I know mine. <laughs> I've know. I've I've had mad people who did dirty, grimy shit to me. 
And mm. niggas always loop around, boy. Mm. So for me, mm. when you loop around, though, ah. just know. Uh-huh. We can yeah. still work. We the conversation work. is different, though. The conversation mm. is different. <laughs> That's it. Mm. And it's funny because a lot of times now, what I do is people who do loop back and around, and I've had plenty of people who did whack shit and looped themselves around in a year or two, because at the end of the day, I know where I'm at, and I know where I'm going, and I know I'm consistent. And when they do loop, it's either one, now you have to wait until I'm ready to work with you. Two, either you might, if you could afford it, you could afford it. I'll put it like that. And you still have to wait till I'm ready to work with you because my schedule is jam-packed. You ain't yeah. never, <laughs> never going to conveniently get me to do shit anymore. All That's right. a dub-dub. Right. You're going to have to wait until I let you know I'm ready to work with you. And that's all I always do that because I want you to understand that the time you had to leverage this relationship, you didn't take advantage of it. So now you're going to have to wait until I decide it's comfortable for me to work with you because now it's a privilege for you to come back and work with me. And that's how I move. Like everybody who's done whack shit and then loop themselves around, even certain people that are quote unquote close to me. Because a lot of times it's the ones closest to you that do whack silly shit. Big facts. And then you just, just kind of be like, I bet. I see you. No problem. And then when they do to come back to the side and do certain things, I'm just like, now you have to wait. Because now you're not a priority for me anymore. So now you are not. I'm not going to drop what I'm doing to run up behind what you have to get done. Say that shit. And you still have to decide whether or not you could afford it because it ain't going to be free no more. I could tell you 100% fact with that. So That's a fact. And that's just how the game goes. The niggas who are close to me and the people who I keep in my immediate circle, niggas know I will do anything once they ask. Niggas, y'all niggas know it. As long as y'all niggas going to be at your floor, I'm 100% on board. Facts. Thank you for slapping the fuck out of that midget for me. I appreciate that that one time. I ain't know if I'm gonna slap the midget, but I know somebody who will. <laughs> Listen, this is still how it goes. <laughs> I got kids now. I can't be doing this while shit. And I, I, I believe but the proper I know somebody who proper term is little person, guys. Proper term. This nigga always want to be politically correct on a ratchet ass show. No. Listen, <laughs> no. Listen, five years ago, I would slap the shit tr- out of a midget. Hey, you the only one. <laughs> God damn it. But um, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it is what it is. So, for anybody who is just breaking into entertainment, or anybody who maybe, you know, kind of had their guard down, mm-hmm. you you you'll do better for yourself, and you will save yourself a lot of heartbreaks <clears throat> by just being aware of who is worth that energy and who isn't, because not everybody Facts. is worth it. Right, um, and if you want names, you could just inbox us, and I got you. We'll steer you in the right path. We'll only stay, distinguish. We'll right just path. inbox, dis- <laughs> inbox, distinguish. Inbox, distinguish. I will steer you in the right path. If you ask about this nigga, I'll say nope. If you ask about this girl, nope. <laughs> that is at distinguish the guy. At distinguish, distinguish the guy. The you can no screenshot it and all that. Beats, I don't really care. No at XAB music. All right. At, don't even at the dad has a bow tie. You heard it here first, though. You heard it here first. Oh, dad has a bow ties. You heard it's it here strictly first. at D Flow's gonna edit this episode. God. He's gonna edit this episode, okay, guys? D Flow's gonna edit. I'm it. gonna leave what you said in it. And I'm gonna That's leave what I'm talking about. What the fuck I'm saying? That's right what I'm now. talking about. I'm gonna amplify my voice a little bit more. <laughs> Do that. Just so that the fans understand. Do that. 
do that. that. And then and, and then when they yeah, ask, that's what's happening. And then when they ask why you like this, I'm gonna say because I'm XAB and D Flow's brother. This is why I'm like this. This is why. No, 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 no. Don't don't tarnish my good name <laughs> with your bullshit. This is why. No, why are you such a savage? This thing, which because I'm uh, nigga, I'm a savage because of these no, niggas. I'm no, 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 no. You're not going to bring me down with your <laughs> bullshit. Hold on, my nigga. We're not responsible for your actions. What you mean? We are three totally different motherfuckers. Y'all niggas all right? told me I a be, lot. Y'all told me a lot. This, I'm a savage, I be, nigga. I be telling you all the time, yo, nigga. I don't think you should do that. Nah, fuck it, I'm gonna do it. All right, bro. <laughs> so those decisions are yours. Don't be trying to. Y'all. Don't be trying to put me on that shit. D Flow made a record called Savage, produced by D Flow. The niggas made me a savage. Okay, I'm a savage. It was a savage beat though. I ain't gonna hold you. It was a savage. <laughs> okay, I'm a, I'm a savage. <laughs> Still one of my I was top songs. Slightly responsible. Mm. Still one of my I was top songs. Responsible for that. Was <laughs> okay, nope, okay. I ain't. I ain't taking claim with none of that. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but. Oh, yeah. Okay, so D Flow, I want to ask you first because this situation seems like is really interesting to me. Meek Mill and Milano broke up. Now they just had a baby about a month ago, a month or two ago. So I'm like, it doesn't sit well for me, but I haven't had a child. Is there and I mean maybe this is more common than we know, but is this like a thing where right after pregnancy there's a lot of turbulence in your relationship because Chris Brown also seems to be having an issue with Amika. Um, and they just had a child not too long ago either. So like it kind of, to me, I'm like, I mean, as a person who doesn't have a child, I'm looking at it. I'm like, yo, y'all niggas is knocking these girls up and then talking about y'all want to, you know, separate. Like what? Uh, like it feels uh, like that, but I, I don't have the inside. So I was like, I should I'll, flow should answer I'll, this first. I'll say it like this. Cause I saw it, and then me and Tiff talked about that too, because we be talking about shit like that and cracking it, cracking up over it. But <laughs> um, I'll say this, bro, and I don't. There's always turbulence right after the pregnancy, because at the end of the day, and I'm I'm not a woman, so I'm not going to pretend like I know it all. But I can only go based on what I've observed and the little knowledge I have on it. At least for me, what I notice is that there's a period of of slight i guess you could say depression a little bit and mm-hmm. it really depends on the woman itself and how well she gets to rebound from it somebody some have postpartum <coughs> postpartum depression is some postpartum depression is a real thing it happens it's unpredictable it doesn't happen to everybody some women bounce back better than others but i think a lot of times where a lot of niggas fucked up is you have to help you feel me? Like, you have to be a part of it. Like, the chick... And I I, I guess it's different for people like Meek Mill and Chris because they're so... They're, they got bread. It's plain and simple. They got the money to hire nannies. They got the money to put the right people around to they help. They could afford not da, 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 to da, da, be da. there, basically. They could just afford not they to could be have, there. They could have... Basically. That's, that's, that's kind of what, what the reality is. But a lot of times, a woman wants you there. Mm. She wants your physical presence. She wants you around. And I kind of find it corny to me personally because I'm just like, you could make the time. My nigga, like, we're in a predicament right now where you could make the fucking time. Like, no matter how much shit you got going on, that's still your child. You can make a little bit of time and just spend it with her. Even if it's just a few hours out of the day, give her a break. Make it seem like you care. You feel me? And I, (laughs) I... 
I I learned this the hard way myself personally because at the end of the day, it still comes down to the notion of them thinking you care. Even though we know as men we care, obviously I'm here because I care, but that's what they always say, actions speak louder than words, and your actions will always trump what the fuck you say, no matter how well you say it. Like, if you're, not, if you're still not showing the, the, the little bit of, the little bit of, um, if you're not putting your energy into it, I guess you could say, they're still going to be like, no, nigga, like, what the fuck are we doing? And then a lot of times as men, we tend to go into, well, you know, I'm still doing what I got to do. But a lot of times women just want to know that we're still able to do it. Even though we say we could do it, they still want to see us do it. Mm. it. It's The action still counts. You feel me? And I, I've come to a realization that a lot of times we argue about shit based on what we know we could do. That doesn't mean we do it. But we know we could do it, but that doesn't mean we do it. That's a, a great distinction. You feel me? Like, I know I could get this shit done, but am I actually going to do it? Or a lot of times, do you actually follow through with the action you said you were going to do? And I think as men, a lot of times, we kind of just be like, listen, if I wanted to do it, I'm going to do it. And then we we never actually do it. Like, it's it's just a part of, or it's just, other shit happened, and you, it slips in your mind, or you're busy focusing on other things and or because you could do it d flow let's just keep it a thousand you just really didn't want to do it a lot of niggas gotta say that that, too a lot of it too is that it's not honestly to be a truthful about it bro it's not that you don't want to do it either bro i think a lot of times we're absent-minded with certain things that we actually don't really pay attention to a lot of times you think to yourself that you're going to get something done and shit just happens and you don't do it and it's not because you, it slipped your mind to the point where you, you can't get it done again. It's like the window has passed and you're just like, I'm not going to do it again. So it's, 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 it's a weird type of thing. And I think I've come to the conclusion that most women, that read your mind shit is a funny thing, bro, because a lot of times they're not going to say it. But if you know your woman enough, sometimes we, we gotta just got to do a better job of taking the initiative to actually just do it, son. Because a lot of times you be low-key knowing that she wants you to do it, but the the arrogance <laughs> and uh, our egos kind of be like, nah, you got to ask me to get it done. And I'm not, I'm not talking about the shit that you know you're supposed to just do casually. I'm talking about certain things that you know she wants you to do, but you just don't take the initiative to do it because you feel like she has to ask you to do it or you feel like she she's the one should be taking care of that. So it's kind of trash that me that meek did what he did because i'm just like come on bro like if you if you're gonna leave two months in bro like that's trash to me like yeah, although that's, he's that's rich weird. he got the bread so he's probably like i'm gonna take care of my child but still bro like yeah it still don't it, sit right it's, 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 it, don't, it doesn't sound right like i mean yeah, I, like, no. i'm not in their relationship so I, I can't say maybe what may have or may not have been going on but it's still just feels really weird that you literally had a baby a month or two ago and then say yo me and milano decided we, we're gonna split like what my nigga like how, how do you make that decision two months out of having a baby you know what i was saying? talking like, to a young lady I, about that today and she was like she thinks that meek mill is not over Nicki minaj i don't think it's that bro i think when you get to people like meek mill status 
Love is a funny thing, bro. A lot of them are just in relationships for no, companionship. But remember, and- he never really posted this chick. He was posting like crazy with Nikki. This shit was more private, bro. He was. It was more private, but I I, I got to keep it a buck, bro. If you're at a meat mill status, you got all this bread. You could get any chick you really want. How much are you really willing to tolerate from another woman? And vice versa. A lot a lot of a lot of people go through these notions. It's like I don't it's like it's almost like you're in the mindset where it's like it's a privilege for you to be with me. You finna give me this type of trouble right now? Nah, I'm out. I, I could take care of the child. I ain't worried about that. It's just that mentality at that <laughs> right. point. So nah, you're right. That mentality you know. is kinda wild though, still. Yeah, is, I, I mean I, I can see it though. I can see you getting into a spot where Literally, when you have people throwing themselves at you, you go on the road for a month or something like that. But this one particular person has an attitude with you or upset with you about things that you perceive as little things. You may not have the mindset to work things out. It's trash to me because I think at the end of the day, you're going to want to settle down with somebody. But maybe not. Uh, You know, everybody's different. Um, But the mindset of not settling down and oh you know what you give me a headache i'm gonna just go out and and someone else is going to praise me that's just a cycle that's an ongoing cycle that'll never end you will be with girl after girl after girl after girl if if that's what you think is going to satisfy instead of maybe working on some of the things that uh not working in your relationships that's a fact and that's but it's trash though i saw it and i was just like you kind of whack for that if that's the case, bro, you should have just dipped before. Why, yeah. would, why get her pregnant? Like, why, why get her? Why get her pregnant? Like, yeah, that's a fact. You know, like you got enough bread that you could have put on any type of situation. You could have. I'm not. In, I'm not saying that you know whatever. Like people get pregnant, that's understood. But come on, bro. Like you could have. You could have. You could have made sure. You could have avoided this if you really wanted to avoid it. Like yeah, you already the, know what the deal is. Like that almost feels like all right. Well, I have this girl. I know she's set, and I'm set, and. The baby will be set, so I'm gonna just get her pregnant. I mean, again, I'm not in their relationship, so I don't want to speculate too much. But again, to the Nikki point, though, a lot of people have been saying that, and Meek Mill has been giving a lot of energy towards Nikki and and her camp. You know, every time she does something, he has like a little sly thing to say. He's not over. I don't it, know. Bro. He's not over it. I don't know. I don't know what to take from that, but it, I it, I would not be surprised if we find. Him in another situation with with Nikki, not together, but another confrontation or some fool you foolishness like that. You that can't keep sneak dissing your ex and then not make your fans and other people not think that you don't still feel a certain way towards her, whether it's a good way, like you want to be with her, or a bad way that you don't want to be with her. But I'm gonna try to make her shit a miserable fucking hell on social media any chance I get. You, he felt some type of way. He had to. I'm a Taurus. He had to have felt some type of way. That shit didn't work out with his ex, and now she's pregnant. And before she was pregnant, she fucking got married. Meek Mill, you're not even married, bro. You are, she's in a whole nother space from you, King. It's it's two different ball games we're talking about. She's married now, legally. You're not married, bro. You out here playing catch-up. It's tough. Yeah. It's tough. Uh, so... Distinguished, you had sent me that Drea lost her Fenty uh, Savage endorsement. Yeah, bro. I was reading that shit on Twitter. I started reading them fucking comments. Niggas was destroying Drea, bro. Killing her fucking shit, bro. What she talk, What she was clowning she, Megan? She, she was clowning Megan, bro. And I don't know 
if Riri pulled the trigger or Fenty pulled the trigger, but we know Rihanna has a, had a hand in that because I was definitely looking forward to a possible uh, Megan and uh, I mean a uh, um, uh, Megan and um, Rihanna record, but because of this shit, we might not get that record right this second. We might have to clear the air. Um, Drea lost a few M's behind that. You know, it, it listen, man, it is what it is. She's a fucking idiot. Uh, Megan and Rihanna are both Rock Nation. They're both underneath the same camp. They're both managed by. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, but I'm saying that, you know, at a time like this, you know, you don't fucking kick a, a woman when she's down. And Megan is, and you know, niggas, niggas is making yo these Facts. jokes, boys. I don't mean to laugh, but these shits is just like, yo, what's really going on? Just like, yo, what's really going on with niggas, man? God damn, son, jeez. I mean, I think I think this is the same situation that T.I. faced. Yes. I, yes. I honestly believe that what's happening is... So podcasting has become this space where people go on and they are supposed to be candid and supposed to be relaxed and saying whatever is on their mind. And I think that some people perceive podcasting to be, let's go on there and say the most flagrant thing that we can think about and get a couple of cheap laughs from the room and just say that, oh, I was just thinking in the moment. I think the same thing happened with T.I. I think that he believed what he said, but I think the way he said it was to kind of get a little bit of reaction for the show, which everybody kind of goes into theater to some extent, but you are responsible for your words. And so Drea threw that out there thinking it was going to be funny, saying basically... She wants the type of love where somebody will try and shoot her uh, if she tries to leave um, type of scenario. Yeah, I'm good with that. Yeah, nah. Nah, it ain't, it ain't hit. Um, and the only nigga that's shooting that you is, the only nigga that's gonna <laughs> shoot you is Tory Lanez. He gonna shoot you on your foot. That's the type of love you want. You're going to be in the grave, my friend. I am good, sir. Yeah, nah, I'm cool. Uh, I'm cool. I don't need that type of love. A chick tell me I love you that much. If you try to leave me, I'm going to shoot you. I'm, I'm going to stab you. you. I am good, sir. Yeah, we are nah. straight. The pussy ain't bomb enough for me. Nah, that's I am a, good. That's called a mental no. or a condition. Yeah, a mental facts. disorder. Yeah, yeah, fact. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's a fact. If, if you're that attached to somebody that they're telling you that it does not work and you're telling them, oh, this finna to work, otherwise you're not going to be on this earth. <laughs> we call that a we mental disorder, bro. We, I ain't finna come to the job. Fuck out of here. <laughs> That's what the fuck is going to happen. I quit. That's what the fuck just Facts. happened. I definitely you quit. telling me that this relationship isn't going to work, they ain't, then there's no way for me to show up, shorty, shorty. Like, I am good. Yeah, if you it's not working, straight. you telling me it's not working and I thought that it was working, clearly I got some shit fucked up. You good. <laughs> I'm good. This, this, is, this ain't it. Maybe you'll come back a month or a year later and say, yo, I was bugging at the time. And I might be like, yeah, you were, but I wasn't going to fight you on it. Like, but for me, what the fuck do I don't get it? Some people love this toxic shit. What do I look like if you're telling me this shit ain't working and you give me good. Now, there's a difference between I get it when you get into arguments with people and it's like, well, maybe this isn't working. Then you guys have to have a conversation about if it can work or whatever. That's totally different. But if I'm finna tell you, yo, for real, I'm done. I'm leaving. I'm packing my shit tomorrow. I'm sleeping on the couch tonight. Da, da 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 da, and you tell me no, you not. I'm gonna get this twelve gauge. All right, 
<laughs> no, I I'm good, sir. Like I, <laughs> I don't I don't even like listen. People want to have their arguments or whatever, whatever. Cool. You you have a right to express your anger. However, if you finna think you're gonna threaten my life, yeah, or over some relationship, tell me <laughs> over the fact that I don't want to be with you. That's wild. You to can't me. fathom the thought of me not being with you that you don't even want to see me live no more. Yeah, nah. no, sir. Nah, nah. we're good. <laughs> I wouldn't even stay there tonight. I would, mean, a, I would sleep in the car. I'm gonna sleep on the sidewalk for all. I'm gonna sleep in MTM. I'm gonna sleep in the sub. I'm gonna tell the bum to just yeah. move over in the fucking uh, 14th That's Street. The, I'm good. Like, <laughs> and you could get hints of that too. Like, I I feel like these are the type of toxic <laughs> shit you see. You see this type of shit around. Oh, I don't know. You get you get like, the signs. You get you the get signs. the signs, son. <laughs> nah. You get the signs. <laughs> like you. If if you can't see the signs, <laughs> nigga, D flow is flustered. <laughs> nah, bro. Like I I don't play those type of shit, bro. Like you're not like listen. We live one life, bro. I don't even like this is the type of shit. Like, it's like we always contemplate. We always contemplate different things and what would happen. Blah, 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 blah. But honestly, bro, I'm at a point in my life now. I'm just like it is what it is. Like if it don't work, it don't work. I bet. I'm gonna figure it out. But I ain't like, gonna I try to kill you. Too much to live for, right? But I ain't gonna try I, to kill I, you. I have too much to live for, bro. Like I, I, I'm just like, nah. I mean, life goes on, son. I'm gonna go to sleep tonight. I'm gonna wake the fuck up tomorrow, and I'm gonna keep the fuck pushing on. <laughs> like I'm gonna figure this shit out. Like I'm, not, I don't have time to be like thinking that I'm gonna be like, oh, if this bitch thinks you're gonna leave me. I'm, oh, nah, she got, fuck she got another thing coming. Another <laughs> motherfucking thing coming. I'm finna. I'm gonna put a bullet in her leg. Hopefully, like, hopefully nah. we're stopping a few niggas from doing that bullshit tonight. Yo, bro, I if she wants so. to break up, let her break up, brother. Brother, Honestly, brother, son, don't if, kill her. If one of my friends let it go. Me, <laughs> nah, if one of my friends tells me, bro, if one of my friends tell me, yo, this bitch about to leave me, bro, I'm finna shoot her, I will get in my car. I'm yeah, I'm calling the cops on her. I will now I'm going to his house. Okay. And I'm gonna punch him in the mouth. <laughs> and I'm gonna be like, we can't be friends no more, my nigga. Yeah, and Shorty, we come could. with me. This nigga finna, <laughs> this nigga's finna to shoot you. Like I'm not, I'm <laughs> not with the shits, man. I'm not, and that's. Might... I think we we also stumble onto another conversation here a little bit because this is this is all that women are asking us to do is to be accountable for niggas like that to some extent. If you know you got a friend who's talking some abusive shit around you, mm-hmm. don't just sit there and be on some like, <laughs> yo, you wildin'. You wild, nah, bro. Nah, nah, you gotta confront that nigga. What the fuck are you talking Facts. about? What you talking about, bro? That's some goofy shit, my nigga. Get that shit out your head, bro. Facts. Facts. Get your shit out your head. Like, and if you scared to tell him that, then you don't need to be friends with him neither. That's, that's true, too. Yeah, that's, that's true, it. too. Because if that's you're, the type of nigga. Yeah, if you're that's nigga shoot on, you when you do some walking exactly, shit, too. Exactly. If he finna pop off on you because you telling him, yo, you about to do some stupid shit, that ain't your friend. It's that ain't your friend. That's the nigga that would shoot you in your head when you got your back towards him. That's right? Like, right. Over, over some money. Over some over some money. You owe, you owe him 250 and that nigga finna bust a cap in your ass talking about, well, he gonna learn his lesson. So, oh, okay, now nah, I'm good. Yeah. Nah. nah I'm, I'm straight. Nah. I'm and and ladies, if you're gonna sit there and chuckle, hee hee, ha ha, that's the type of love I want. Oh my God. Then you're goofy too. <laughs> Both of y'all goofy asses there. <laughs> no that's a fact though because a lot of these uh, uh, i say this all the time son sometimes there is a mixed contradictory signal coming 
from the ladies sometimes. I'm not trying to single y'all out, but when when Drea says stuff like that, for some men, it justifies them acting like a motherfucking goofy. They sitting there Thanks. like, this is what y'all like, though. So Thanks. don't tell me nothing about, oh, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, because this is what y'all like. Y'all like it when we aggressive. Y'all like it when we talk that talk like you ain't going nowhere. Y'all like it when we yoke you up in the street. And all of that is toxic shit. But you, you give niggas a card, you give niggas a pass to think it's okay. When you kind of put that message out there, like, oh, (laughs) yeah, I need that type of nigga. Like, I need a... And and let's get honest about it. I know people say shit like that as a joke, and I'm not taking the fun out of that. You got to say that amongst your friends who know who you are and know that you're joking. You can't say that on a national platform and and have niggas uh, can misinterpret your shit. You can't say that on the red table and be like, yeah, it was a dope-ass entanglement, but then he snuffed me. What? What? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but at, at, at the end of the day, even with that, with that whole situation, right? You put that you're putting a message out there. People don't know that you're joking, or they or they do, but they like yeah, there's a little bit of seriousness in that. There's a nigga out there that's sitting there and like, see, exactly. This is why I bust you upside your head. That's why you I had like you leaking shit. last night, bitch. That's why your grandma didn't say shit when I had you leaking at the table. That nigga is listening. Like, yup. Thank you, Drea. No, I'm, I'm good, <laughs> he is saying thank even, you, Drea. I'm telling you. I don't even like. I've come to certain conclusions in my life now. I don't even think women like the truth, but yet they still want us <laughs> to tell them the truth. Deflo, we it, just bro. lost a hundred listeners. No, <laughs> that's just the truth. You ever no. realize that, bro? A girl would be like, "All I want in my relationship is honesty," and I'm just like. But when niggas is honest, y'all say that we degrade y'all. Yo, I can't wait till this episode gets posted. <laughs> but then we lie, and then they're like, I don't like niggas who lie. And I'm just like, that doesn't make sense, though, because you can't want us to be truthful. And then when we are truthful, we get beaten down. But then when we lie, it doesn't work for y'all. Ladies I don't, and gentlemen, this has been DHBT. <laughs> Listen, I this think is call, I, what, call it what it is. You know what it is? I think it's it's for some people, I think what the problem <laughs> is is what you perceive to be the truth. So there are some men and what their notions of the truth is tend to end up being either in the realm of misogyny or it tends to end up being in the realm of like maybe being ignorant. Not not all men, but some men, what they hold to be true, and then that's where certain men get beat down. But in relationships, specifically, um, I just think it gets it gets complicated and super complicated. And I honestly, I have to say that at least in my experience, I get mad mixed signals all the fucking time from what my partner may want from me at a certain time. We just lost and another like, hundred listeners. It's real. Listen, <laughs> it's all real. I'm gonna say is all I'm gonna say is women. I just said my experience. I, 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 I'm not speaking like for it. all women. My experience. <laughs> no, <laughs> my me. I mean, this guy. <laughs> I, I've had partners that tell me one thing. I do that one thing, and then I'm getting barked on, saying I'm supposed to do the next thing. I'm the next thing. I'm just like, so what do you want? What do you want? I don't. I don't get. I don't. I look at it like this. I think every every healthy relationship, there's two things that are necessary, in my opinion. 
loyalties is a bit more on the higher end of the spectrum for me personally. Loyalty and trust. I don't want to say honesty as much, but I need to trust you. Mm-hmm. And I need the loyalty. Those are like the two higher ranking things. People are going to lie. I'm not going to sit I'm not going to sit down here and expect you to be honest with me all the time or or beef with you because you're not being honest all the time. It's just what you choose to lie about. It's like certain things you just don't have to lie about. Correct. So if you don't have to lie about it, then don't lie about it. Facts. If you but suck this me, dick, just tell me you suck this dick. I'm going to ask you, did you like it? I don't, you didn't no, like you it, can lie to me about that. You can lie to me about that. <laughs> nah, I want her to tell me the truth. Yo, you suck this dick. Yo, yo did you swallow that nigga, kids? Nah, All right. I don't want to know. I, I want to know. know. Distinguish what you want to know. Me, keep it on I want to know. Did you yeah, suck that nigga dick? I don't need to know that type of stuff. I, let, let, me, let me trust <laughs> that you won't even do it in the fucking first place. <laughs> That's she, what I'm she's gonna about. do it, yeah. bro. She's gonna do it. I, nah, I, I have to trust that you won't even do it. <laughs> yeah. If I can't trust that you won't even, then do why it, are we in a relationship? Then why are we in the fucking relationship? That's what I'm talking about. I don't need, I don't need that That's type it. of stress. I need, I need to know that when you go to a party with your girls. That there ain't no nigga that's that's in the bottle section throwing thousands. That now all of a sudden I gotta worry about you going home with that nigga for the night, and I can't going reach home you. With that nigga. I need to trust that, that you're gonna come home. She's like, going home, home with that I nigga because trust. she knows that the average men is not gonna go to the club and be like, "Yo, we buying mad bottles." And the average nigga saying, "Baby, can we go wow. Dutch on this bottle? Can we go Dutch?" <laughs> nah, I need, I need to trust that you're gonna go there, drink his liquor, and come back the fuck home. No, she's gonna, do more, she's to gonna do more than drink his liquor. Drink his she's liquor. gonna do more than drink his liquor. I need okay? to, I need to trust and have confidence. <laughs> she's gonna listen, drink his liquor. Loyal enough she's, to be. Listen, flow, she's maybe, maybe, maybe you need to change your circle of women, sir. <laughs> yeah, maybe you need to quit. You need to stop fucking with certain chicks. And, and the chicks that I fuck with contribute to this fucking podcast on a daily basis. Shout out to the chicks I fuck with. Thank you for holding it down. Dad had some bow ties. <laughs> Listen, man. Oh, they no, might be. They, they, you they might signal be, shit right now, bro. They you might be mad at you because the picture you painting. <laughs> oh no! Like you, you think they might go suck a nigga dick for a, a chicken nugget? <laughs> like, they might suck a like, nigga dick for some truck fit. <laughs> 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 I am good, sir. And honestly, if you go to suck some dick for some truck fit, we really ain't gotta be in a relationship. I can pay you that much. I could buy you, you the truck fit. You better you suck some dick for some fucking put out a for some ball mains, nigga. Like you better come back and you know, I just put out a poll. six figures type shit, and I'll be like, all right, we can sell this back if we out. I just I mean, put out right. a poem. I said I ain't have a twelve inch dick. She gotta suck the nigga dick for some truck fit. I'm sorry. Honestly, if you suck a 12-inch nigga dick, I ain't trying to be with you after that. You come back. You can stay with that nigga. I'm good. If you go, if, 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 if my shorty comes home and be like, it couldn't fit in my mouth. Oh, uh-huh. Oh, okay. Yo, good. I really don't want to ever have that conversation, son. Yo, that's the hardest shit to even fathom, bro. Like, just to think, like, <laughs> you, you, you so, yeah, I don't even know how I could deal with that personally, son. Like, that's gonna be the weirdest so, shit ever so, in my life. So you sucked his dick? Yeah. So you sucked his dick? It was well, really. It was. It's a part big. of sex. It was big. It was like, big. Like he could have right, been. So. And it's funny because I could see that like, she rub it in your face. It was so big. It couldn't even fit in my mouth. And I've been like. <laughs> 
you know, you, you sit there in contemplation like, what the fuck? And, and then, and then part of you is like, well, how big was he? And then the other part is like, you don't, you don't need you don't this information. Know. You, you don't, don't know, but you will ask. Your brain can't help it, bro. It's like your mind, a part of you is just like, Deflo, don't ask. And then you just say, so how big was it? <laughs> You try, you try to put the anger on it like it, like it helps. So like how big helps. was it? So how big was it? And she's like, do you really want to know? I kind of need to know at this point. Like, <laughs> I kind of yeah, need we, to know. We here now. We here now. Like, I need to figure it out. I want to know, ladies, all right? I want to know. All right? I want to know. I commend, that, I commend I you, sir. I'm, no, I'm listen, man. We just keeping it a thousand and twenty two. I want to know. I want to know if that nigga shit is bigger than mine. And it couldn't fit, and he almost made you cry with it in your mouth. I want to know all of that. I couldn't have sex with her after that. I'm just being 100% honest, bro. So like, I need to ask if, this thing. What, is that, what does that information do, that. do for you? What is that? What does it do? Does it get your dick hard? Like, what does it do for you, bro? Because yeah, my they, dick wouldn't raise after that. My shit would look at your pussy and be like, you sure you're trying to go in there, my nigga? Like, I would have been like, no, I'm good. Hey, you probably not pleasing her like that other nigga. You no, know what? Like let, me you, go, you, let me go. Let me go. You be there. You on top. Be like, yeah. She's just looking at you like, uh huh, uh huh. You be like, you lied, little bitch. I know you ain't feeling this shit. Uh, I'm good. Let me go good. make a sandwich. Make it does a lot for me. You know it does a lot for me. downstairs. Break, break it down for me. Break it down. It does a lot. Maybe I'll agree with you if you break it down for me. See, this is shit I be talking about. <laughs> this is what I be talking about, bro. You be leading sometimes into this nigga shit, bro. No, you do. No, you're not gonna fucking agree with it, bro. You're I, I not gotta, gonna agree with I gotta, it. I gotta see. I gotta see what my man's coming from. Always agree with D Flow. He never agree with me, ladies and gentlemen. Always agree. That's a lie. That is a lie. That's a fact. I want all of you. Is when this episode dropped you 30 minutes ago, my nigga. When this episode <laughs> dropped, he always agrees with D Flow. He always don't agree with this thing. But that nigga don't love me like he loved D Flow. That's a fact. I always, you know, what I mean, it's bad. Nah, X X always X bad. always tuggles back and forth. Sometimes you just be saying walkie nah. shit. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> don't, don't XAB try to is always on D Flow's side. You are trying to convince us right now to listen to our girls tell us about taking 12 inch dicks. Yes, this, because she this, knows this, that our dicks are smaller than that nigga with the 12 inch. So, so why that? the fuck am I jumping in it for, bro? Why am I jumping in it, bro? This nigga done stretched her out, and you want me in it to go in there and be like, well, let me see what's going on tonight. Nah, fuck out of here, my nigga. What the fuck is going on, son? Nah, I'm good. You straight, you gooch, boy. I get, I get, it, I get intimidated when my friends tell me about uh, 12 inch dicks. And I'm just like, damn, I'm, and like, I'm not even dating like a champion. <laughs> Like, like, yeah, I had a 12-inch uh, dick. Damn. Son. Like, I just started putting... <laughs> like, Honestly, bro, that's the type of shit. You're not even attractive to me after that, bro. Like, oh, I had a 12-inch dick. Oh, word? Like, right, I, just start, I just started like, experimenting. I just started experimenting with butt plugs, but if she take it like a champ, then I got to take it like a champ, too. Damn. I take it like a he champion. Said, he just started experimenting with butt plugs. <laughs> what <laughs> you, bro? Oh, no, oh, man. How am I supposed yeah, to interpret that, interpret that? Do you mean you had a, a, a butt plug in your ass or... No, I, 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 I've had I've had a butt plug in my ass. Jer jerk that water <laughs> during COVID. Yes. <laughs> All right. How was that? How was that for you? That shit hurt it. It, it hurt. This is the shit I be talking about. <laughs> curious. I don't got time. No, for this, no. I need this nigga to listen to the words that come out of his own mouth, D Flow, because he just be he be sliding the shit. He does. Why did that feel so hit you so hard in the mouth? I need, I, 
I need this nigga to hear it sometimes because I don't think he understands how crazy this shit sounds <laughs> until he say it out loud, bro. He got to say it out loud. It hurt. So it hurt. It it hurt. So. so will you be doing it again? Yes, I will. Because I could okay. take it. See, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, D-Flo. I tried. You know, I, I respect his ambition, bro. Like, that's that's what I respect about all this. Like, his, his ambitious. He's very ambitious. Shout out to the to woman who put through. it in there who listens to us. You know who you are. I got Listen, you. Listen, we're not going we to kink shame. You know what I mean? We're we not going to kink whatever. Whatever. You know what I mean? If it tickles your fantasy yeah, by all man. That shit really did hurt, though. However, it really did. Next time, we got to do you, some lube. We got to put some lube are you in trying, there. Are you trying to lead up to uh, getting pegged? That's where you're going uh, possibly if you know if if it comes down to that, you know, what I mean, and then we could talk about it, you know. Okay. Shout out to Harbor Decisions. Uh, we could uh, talk about it. Uh, you know? Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, listen, man. So <laughs> if you do that, hop in the twelve-inch dick parameter afterwards, and um. So wait, I might hold up. Not, with that, my no, friend. no, no. We we now that we here. Now that we here. <laughs> yeah. This is what I be talking about. So I, don't, I don't know. Here we go. Uncharted territories. Yeah. So distinguish. Are are you saying that you are curious or or down with watching your girl get fucked by another nigga? Yes. I'm down with it. And I've had these conversations <laughs> with women. I'm down with it. I'm down with it. I'm down with it. It doesn't do anything to me personally. It does something to me on a fantasy side. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean fan? What do you mean by fantasy? It's uh, a turn on. It's a fan. Like it's like it's re- like it's really happening, but it's only mm-hmm. happening because I'm the one actually making it happen. I'm the uh, one saying so I a- want you to fuck that nigga, and I've already chose the nigga. Like it happened, ladies and gentlemen. I, I want I want you to fuck. What if her. he has a twelve inch dick? Nigga, so I'm gonna be right a- there coaching him. I'm I'm gonna massage the nigga back, get baby oil, all that. I'm gonna help the nigga. I'm, I want the nigga to so, feel comfortable. So it's it. a a control thing. For me, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If we yeah, 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 it's a control thing. Yeah. I like it. I've liked it and I like it. You you said you've liked it as if you've done it already. Shout out to Bobby. <laughs> I have a lot of questions. Um <laughs> There we go. Yo, these niggas are getting the best episode in 2020 uh, right here. First, the motherfucking all said. <laughs> I will not watch no man pursue to thrust my woman. That's one. Heard you. Two. You got to get out of that, that though. You got to get out of that. We watch porn. If you watch porn, you watch yeah, other men exactly. fuck other Bro, women. Bro, that's the premise behind all the things that I do and say most of the time. Yeah, but I'm, I don't know that bitch. I don't have no idea who she it, is. It, it don't matter. I don't We're know that nigga about, Bobby. I met that nigga one time. I was like, yo, but, Bobby, what's you, up? Well, you know the chick, bro. How is that? <laughs> how how does checked. that pan out afterwards? Did you did you enjoy that? Did yeah, you fuck bro, bro. I'll be right there in the room with them. I'm like, yo, Bobby, just do you. Don't fuck it up too much, nigga. Like, just do you. You're beating your meat during this time? No, I'm literally watching, taking notes. Like, I, you know, I'm mean? sipping my wine and shit. You know, I smoke weed these days. So I just be smoking the weed and shit. Just, you know. Whatever. Watching, so, watching so you, a nigga you wait, fuck. Hold, hold, hold on, son. Wait, there's, there's so many loose gaps in the game now, son. Hold, hold the fuck up, bro. So you're not even beating your meat, son. You're not even getting... Nah. Uh, so you're getting fulfillment from just watching the act. So you're not even yeah. sitting there like... Yeah, just for... Yeah, I'm good. I think you need therapy, bro. I think you need to see somebody <laughs> and talk to them about these things, bro. I don't know. I don't, it's not adding up for me, bro. It's just... It's too many. Listen, it's too XAB many saw me getting it in, and XAB things. didn't pound pound his meat away. 
Listen, we supposed to save that for we another save episode. It. We go save and it. no, no, don't, no, 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 don't take the picture like that. Do not take the picture like that. We go save it. Deep flow. We go save it. Don't do that. I know the back end of the story. I know the back end of the story. We're gonna save it. We're gonna save it. However, however, that was in a in a. Let's just say that was in a in a in a moment where. It was that, impromptu. Yo, I was it was like, an impromptu I, moment. Hey, I was However, trapped, my nigga. I was trapped there for a little bit. You didn't have any handcuffs, but she, but I definitely had handcuffs. Come on, yo, this just <laughs> don't sound like this. This oh, is just no. going down to Alice in Wonderland Welcome rabbit hole right now. Some bow ties yeah. for, the, for the sixth time. <laughs> All I'm gentlemen. saying is that if I'm if I'm in a predicament where other people are fucking around me, uh-huh. and I'm in a predicament where yeah, I could have been fucking myself, that's separate. Right. But if I'm in a room that I voluntarily chose to be in, and I'm purposely. Watch I'm there to watch nigga this nigga fuck, fuck my girl. Fuck my girl. No. No, 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 no. It happens. No, 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 no. And no. we get over it and we move. Bro, you said it already in the beginning of the episode. Bro, you just got to move on this life. You got to move on. So right. so is that something that... So you said you like it. So it's a controlled thing. You like it and you would love to do it again. I don't know, bro. You're going down some dark paths so wait, in life. So wait. <laughs> so... Well, I got to be dark. I got to... I might have to... Yo, Flo, I might have to ask this, bro. I might have to I ask this question. Yo, do your thing. So, D, what if what if the nigga turn around and then tell you to bend over? What you like? It depends. You... <laughs> and okay. that's on God. Right. <laughs> we're we're moving on. We're, we're moving on. You know on. my brother, I accept you. <laughs> I, I accept you, man. man. <laughs> <laughs> so, man. I, I've yeah. grown to understand that these are the, <laughs> that these are decisions you want to make with your life, <laughs> and I'm cool with it. Ain't around, not around me. Well, I'm cool hearing you talk about it. I could just say that much. So, listen, man, do whatever makes you happy at night, sir. Listen, I'm and, I'm here I'm for whatever makes anybody. You know what I mean. Do your thing, Playboy. Yo, episode ninety seven, y'all. Wow, shit. <laughs> so, 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 clout chasing. <laughs> what, what is clout chasing to y'all? Uh, clout chasing is a lot of what I talked about because I didn't do it. <laughs> I was vague and Listen, not particular I, at all. I, I hope, I hope the listeners get to this part of the episode. That's all because. That's they all. Might stop. That's, that's all. They might stop before they get to this part. <laughs> Listen, I've never seen anybody Listen. fuck any person body that I've been with. That's cloud chasing. Cloud chasing was. I was like, yo, I got a segue to cloud chasing. This is good. We got some good content. <laughs> oh man, that was good. That was good content. So, all right. So, oh so let's let's try to define that a little bit. So, cloud. This nigga. So clout chasing to you is kind of creating a narrative that doesn't exist or or pursuing something that's going to be clickbaitable. Facts. Uh, just just to get a, a, an arousal or response. Clear example. I just clout chased uh, clout chase on a lot of things that we just talked about. Again, if the listeners don't get to that part, it is what it is. However, we're still supporting niggas like fucking Takashi Six Nine. And we're still supporting other niggas who say stupid shit and then want to cry about it later. But then after the shit is over and niggas kind of like don't bring it up anymore, you clout chase. And then you try to make fun about the shit that you talked about before. 
No, nigga, you, you're a cloud chaser. Come on. You know what I mean? There's niggas running around saying that they fucked this girl and they didn't fuck that girl. They just had a conversation with her in the inbox and she put them on Front Street and then a the nigga go around and say, see that? She wouldn't have put me on Front Street if I didn't really smash. No, nigga, you didn't smash. You, you didn't do it. Oh, yeah. The prime example that I was going to say was the Pop Smoke situation, bro. You broke it down, but I didn't like it. You know, niggas, you know, 50 didn't declare really what it was, what it was. Like, we, you know, everybody that entered, though, was under the assumption that their album covers would have possibly been one of the ones chosen. However, the industry already had mm-hmm. a designated project album cover, D-Flow. And I was very, very, and I'm still actually upset about that, to be, if I'm keeping it hundred, I'm still upset about that. I mean, well, it seems that way. I don't, I don't, it doesn't seem like they, they picked anybody's joint. There was no, no winner announced or nothing no. like that. But, no. um, yeah, I was having a conversation with, with one of my homeboys and he was like, yo, I'm a, I'm a clout chaser. Oh, wow. And I was, and I was like, well, I don't really consider you a clout chaser because he do, he's into that doing those like skits, um, where you like in public places and you do some wild shit and just to get everybody's reaction. So he's okay. like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a clout chaser. And I'm like, yeah, you're in the business. of You do clout chasing content, mm-hmm. but you also have a, a kind of like a goal with it. And I guess everybody who clout chase, well, most people who clout chase have some form of a goal too. But I feel like there's a difference between those who kind of like, they, they're forming all these fake relationships and these, these fake things just to get, like they're willing to put their soul on the line just to do anything. To me, that's what a clout chaser is. To me, clout chasing are the ones who um who do the wild shit but don't actually make progress. If you're making progress, then it's a strategy. But like I used to be I used to think of people like, you know, like Fat Boy SSC and them like those are clout chasers, but these niggas have made six figures pushing millions of dollars off of it so was it really clout chasing if the act if it turns into an actual business you feel me i think clout chasing is more the ones who do dumb shit and don't actually have nothing to show from it like takashi 69 isn't necessarily clout chasing because he has found a way to legitimize it and turn it into an actual revenue stream so yeah i think the ones who haven't figured out a way to turn it into revenue stream but still want to do wild walkie shit just for views and likes those are clout chasers to mm. me. That's how I define it. Like, so if, if they're not trying to monetize shit, it, then they clout, it's clout chasing. That's it. If you if you find a way to monetize it, then now nah, you've turned it into a business. Interesting. All right. Well, Atlanta, uh, they're trying to stop people from doing their business. They're trying to stop people from selling water. So from on the streets, you know how people. So water on the streets, they're trying to stop that. Distinguish, how do you feel about what Atlanta's doing with trying to get uh, all the youth and other people to stop selling water in the street? It almost feels like it's an attack on on the youth and an attack on poor people. Honestly, it's definitely an attack on poor people because when I seen that, I was just like, so let me get this straight. They're already in a situation where they got to fend for themselves. They empower themselves by giving themselves an opportunity to do something whether people look at it as desperate or not, they're still doing something as a means to survive. Why in the fuck would they now be penalized for just trying to survive? Why? I don't get it. That shit is mad yeah. weird to me. The one thing I would say is 
there is sometimes where a nigga roll up to my window and I'm kind of like, nigga. But that's more so kind of like people who beg for money on the side of the road and not people with the water because you got to kind of call people over to give the water. Right. What I read from some people in Atlanta, they saying that in Atlanta, they kind of run that, that water ring like the drug trade a little bit. People get mad if if someone's in their spot. Um you know, they get kind of violent with one another if they find people in their territory and all of that. So I don't know if they want to regulate it, but the the way it's being, the way it sounds is as if they uh, they would have to provide some other means or, or help these people because no one wakes up and says, you know what I want to do today? I'm finna to stand out so, in the so water. <laughs> In South Back, water for real only motherfucker for who did hours. that was and me it, back it, in it 2014. It has nothing to do with COVID, though, right? No, they in general they just feel like it's not. I guess they've been getting too many complaints about it. Oh, okay, so I don't know. What I do know is sports is back. Trash, mm, trash. Sports trash. is back this week. <laughs> um, what does that mean? Does that mean that we're getting out of COVID? Does that mean? We just are bugging as a society. Uh, what does that no, mean? No that spectators, all right? No spectators. That means that means that America is a fucking joke because, first of all, when I heard how fucking happy Mayor Bill de Blasio was when he was like, yeah, baseball, you know, is, is so, it's so great for the American people. I was just like, nigga, I really want to know how the fuck is your daughter doing who got locked up a few months ago, nigga? How is your daughter doing, my man? I mean, come on. On, on the positive yeah. side of it, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people who are just sitting at home twiddling their thumbs. It's a new form of entertainment. So not a new form, but a, a form of entertainment that they missed. So, um, yeah, I think a lot of people are looking forward to it. It is kind of it is kind of weak without having the without having the 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 audience to really watch it, but. I don't. I, I saw a game the other day. It wasn't bad. It was. It was alright. I mean, I think a lot of people are just excited for for that to come back because they don't have shit else to watch. You don't ran through your Netflix shows. You don't ran through your Hulu shows. You don't ran through all the Amazon Prime shows. Sports. Sports is back. D flow. And we still ain't got justice for Breonna Taylor. Sports is back, but kids still don't even know what the fuck is cooking for September. I ain't this trying to hear that, bro. Hear. I'm sorry, I ain't trying to hear that. Listen, these organizations. <laughs> this is what this is what the reality is. As long as they're doing it in a safe fashion, then I mean it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to tell because the Marlins had fourteen people catch Corona. Good luck at, at one time. Um, but then and then Lou Will went to fucking Atlanta and went to Magic City. Uh, told told the NBA he had a family emergency and then went to Magic City. Silly rabbit. <laughs> So, I mean, I don't know. I feel like it might be kind of hard for them to maintain these sports because it seems like in Orlando, those basketball players are losing their fucking mind. And everybody in Florida tr- is losing their mind, big brother. Everybody in Florida is losing their mind. This may be true, too. And then uh, baseball is, is outside in open field, so I guess they feel like it's safe in that capacity. But I just don't know how to fuck the Marlins. How they got 14 players in one situation. It was an outbreak. So it'll be interesting to see, to say Isn't the least. Isn't the Marlins uh, Miami, though? Uh, no? I'm, not, I'm not sure which they represent. <laughs> I don't really follow baseball that much. 
yeah, don't follow baseball, follow baseball either. Baseball, like Base, baseball, baseball is a white man sport. Sorry for all our white listeners. Baseball is y'all sport. We took over basketball, football, um, FIFA. Baseball is actually really, really big in the in the in Latino community <laughs> yeah. too. The, it's a very big, it's very big in the Latino community. But I don't know. I think I think it's good. I think it is. There's pros and there's cons to it. Cons more so from the from the um, from the virus side. Pros is that people get back entertainment in their own little way, and that's just that's exciting for a lot of people in that realm who are looking forward to that form of entertainment. And like what you said, distinguish what you said as merit. There's still a lot of issues at hand, but you know, at least at least I guess the quote unquote they figured out a way to control that situation. I so mean, that, we'll the NBA. WNBA players walked off during the national anthem, and that was the NBA fire. players that was dope. That was fire. the NBA players. I, I know that LeBron James and a couple of other players have. Every time they do a press conference, they say that the cops for Breonna Taylor need to be arrested. So wow. I mean, it is activism happening during <laughs> these games. I don't know if that will will impact what's going on or um, what have you, but it is happening to some extent. All I, all I gotta say before <clears throat> we get to the next topic about the stimulus check is that we're in a space now, brothers, in America, where it doesn't matter what field any of us were in prior to COVID, because of all of the things that COVID has presented to us, the Black Lives Matter movement, which has gained crazy momentum since they originally started back in 2014 from the death of Mm -hmm. Michael Brown in Missouri. One thing we need to remember, I was at a rally this weekend um, some of you guys may know, uh, Dad has some bow ties, but one of the um, contributors to the rally in terms of being there and being one of the uh, speakers. So big shout out to Jamel for uh, putting uh, Dad has some bow ties on the fly and uh, giving us a slot to speak. Um, Bless. Everything dealing with the state of black culture, black media, black lives mattering, it will always be in heavy talks throughout every industry moving forward. There is no coming back from it. The rally that I went to yesterday, to see young girls holding a blowhorn XAB saying, hands up, don't shoot, that shit did something to me differently, bro. Mm. To know that we was on the ground, X, for eight fucking minutes and 36 seconds, the same amount of time that the knee was on the back of George Floyd's neck, Bro, there was women that was breaking down and crying, bro. That shit was heartbreaking. That shit was dev- nigga, I was fucking crying. That shit was crazy. It's, it's true. We're not going back to how things was ever again. I don't know if y'all seen that story about the dude who put his neck on a two-year-old. I mean, his, his put his knee on a two-year-old's neck. What? Is he dead? I'm sorry. Is he dead? No, he got arrested though. Nah, he, he needs to be dead by the end of this podcast. I'm sorry, he he gotta go. He gotta go. <laughs> I don't know what he was. I don't know what that shit was about. But anyway, nah, I agree. There was a. There, definitely has been a change. I think in American culture, and I I'll I'll say it with Donald Trump, um, and America. Because we were ranked, uh, I think, second worst. But oh, wow. Second second worst country to raise a family. Wow. That's where we were. We at the top of the list? God damn. Of wealthy, the wealthiest countries in the world, we are the second worst. So I, what I'll say is 
COVID-19 and Donald Trump has unrooted the bare fact that there is, that America is just built on nothing but hypocrisy. Right. And it's just coming to light. And if we don't do something about it, we are just destined to to be in a very bad space. Um, And that's not wishing anything bad on America. That's not... Oh, a conversation for people to say, oh, well, why don't you leave this country and live somewhere else? Because it's way worse in other places. I understand that other places may not be as liberal and free. The people may not be as free or at least believe that they're as free as in America. But the fact still remains that all America is right now is a house that has a pretty front. But is gutted out in the inside. Like the the outside of the house looks mad dope, but when you get in the house, there's nothing but roaches, no beds, no nothing. The infrastructure's falling apart. Like COVID has un- unearthed that, and Donald Trump has unearthed that. Everybody thought that racism was over because America has painted over racism and said, "No, we're all one." Yet it's always been a truth that. Black people have never felt comfortable even going to certain parts of the country. So how could racism be over if I can't feel good going into Mississippi because pe- black people go missing and are found hung in Mississippi? How is racism over when every now and every time I go on Call of Duty, I can guarantee that a white person is going to jump on there and call me nigger 15 times? Like racism is not over. To any extent, but we painted it over when Barack Obama came into office. We painted it over with the Civil Rights Movement. We painted it over uh, after the assassination of Martin Luther King and the assassination of Malcolm X and made it seem like, oh, well, they didn't get assassinated for racism. They got assassinated uh, for racist means they got assassinated for politics. It's all one thing. It's all the same shit. So I think that all of that's been unrooted. I think that our... Uh, economic state has been unrooted. Yeah, we have a bunch of inflated big-ass numbers, but all of that is going to the top where it doesn't matter. The rest of the country, 90% of the country, was in dire straits as soon as the country had to shut down. If we're such a rich country, most of the businesses would have been like, oh, okay, six months ain't shit. We could could chill for six months. Facts. But small businesses, like you've said before, a lot of them small businesses are never returning back. And now a lot of those small businesses had to shut their they doors for good. And that's part of America not being able to sustain itself when a major crisis came to our shores. And maybe one of the first major crises since, uh, I mean, 9-11 was one, but that was a whole different situation. But this right. is a major crisis where we had to sit out for six months mm-hmm. and it, it looked like we didn't know what to do economically. But damn sure the rich still got rich. It don't make no sense. So I just think that a lot of things have been uprooted and we shouldn't go back because if we do continue to to do it like that, we're going to end up in a, in a bad space. And it says a lot that the first things they do want to bring back are sports and entertainment because that's where America actually excels. In the actual root of taking care of its citizens and stuff, it's not excelling there. No. Nah. But... The superficial shit that has always shown the downfall of a nation, right. and I don't mean to say that again to wish it on America, but this is the reality. In Rome, what was the big thing before they fell? The Colosseum. 
The reason why they had the Coliseum was to distract people from the fact that they were oppressed and that they were not doing well, that they were slaves, that they were poor. That's the whole reason for the Coliseum. You watch these people who were slaves fight each other or fight animals and all this other shit because it was a distraction. So it doesn't really... It, it, it surprised me when the first things they want to boost up is, oh, well, entertainment is back in session and sports is back in session because they need niggas to get distracted. I, 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 let's just be honest about it. They need us to not really focus on the fact that there's a lot of cracks in America because then niggas is going to start complaining and you see shit like what's happening in Portland. Nig- Portland niggas is sending the, f- the fuck up. Federal police sent to Portland. That's literally an invasion. Like, that's not how America is supposed to work. The federal government is not supposed to be able to send a police force into Portland unless Portland acts the federal government to do so. I know somebody so in Portland right now on the front grounds. I, I just met her this past weekend when I was um, in Queensbridge Houses and we were doing some good work. Shout out to the good brother Sugar Ray. And she was like, yeah, um, I'm, I'm going to be heading to Portland during the week because you see what's going on out there. They need help, but I'm going out there to do... Um, some healing um, ceremonies because they also need some meditation going on with, with the shit that, that's getting ready to happen versus the shit that already just happened. And I'm just like, yo, that's crazy. I said be safe, man, because it is real out there. It is because they're attacking people. Yeah, they are. And, and throwing people into vans and all other type of yeah. shit. Um, but with this second stimulus check, the Senate is, I think, putting out a bill this week to get deliberated. Um, they're talking about Rolling back unemployment from six hundred a week to two hundred. Two hundred is wild. Two hundred is wild. I the, didn't even, you know what's funny about it? I didn't even know you could up you had to apply for that shit separately. It's not like you got that shit automatically. So um when I did that joint, I didn't even know I could apply for it until it was too fucking late. <laughs> and then by the time I realized it, it was already too late. So I was just like, ah, right, it is what it is. But I know they, you have to apply for that shit separately. It's a separate thing you have to apply for yeah, aside from yeah. regular unemployment. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. the 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 reasoning behind rolling the number back is because they want people to start looking for work again. Of and course. They, they're feeling as if giving people six hundred a week is letting people kind of be like, well, why would I go back to work if I'm making more money than, than I was when I was going when I was working? Yeah. Yeah. A so, lot of people are thinking that. A lot of people are not going back to work, though. That's the reality as well, brothers. We got to be real about that. I know a friend, and I told her this. This is no shade to her. I don't even know if she listens to this podcast. But if you do, I'm so sorry for what I'm about to say. But I told her uh, initially, I said, yo, you're going to get, I said, you're going to get laid off. And she was like, no, I'm not. I was like, you're going to get laid off. I don't know when, but it's coming. She told me like three weeks ago she got laid off, and she didn't really sound too happy about it. And I was like. And you do know that we're getting our last, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're changing up the stimulus shit. She's like, yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm going to figure it out. She ain't sound happy, and she got kids, and she's in the piece, and shit about to get tough. Yeah. It's, yeah, they're going to roll it. They're going to roll it to, to 200 a week. That's wild. Which gives you a grand total of $800 a month. Yo, what the fuck is that? <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> I mean, you have to remember it's aside from what your state is providing as well. So if you're on unemployment and your state already calculated a benefit rate, it's on top of what that benefit rate is. So, okay. Yeah. So there was people that there is some people who, you know, if you were making a certain amount of money, 
and you got and you applied for the six hundred dollar emergency fund, there's people who's getting like eleven hundred a week. Listen, the max, the rent too the damn high, was, man. The rent too damn. Yeah, high. I mean, I could only imagine if you were making eighty or ninety grand a year and you got laid off. You know, you're moving down from a, a twenty five hundred dollar or you know three thousand dollar biweekly paycheck to you know. You know, if you're only getting five hundred dollars a week now from unemployment, that's a fifth of your pay. Like you can't even pay your rent with that. So, you know, the extra six hundred helped some people in those extreme cases. You know, so right. I could see it, where it, there's benefits to it, but I guess we'll see how it pans yeah, out. Yeah, they they they're trying to incentivize people to go back to work or to look for work, and there's some people, I guess, who are not. Again, if I'm getting a check, I've heard plenty of people say, yo, what I'm getting from the stimulus relief is more than I make going to work busting my ass every day. I ain't, I ain't so going back to work. Why, why, why would I go back to work, which then I have to get off of unemployment to make less, more, less money? It doesn't make yeah, sense. Yeah, it wouldn't make no sense. It wouldn't but make that... Uh, that unroots exactly what I was talking about earlier about the economic state of America where these companies are paying people the bare minimum to not even to survive. And yet you you wonder why people rather stay on unemployment than go back to work because going to work, I get paid less. That don't make, I, I think most people like to do shit. Mm-hmm. I think most people want to want like they feel fulfilled by going out. And doing something. They may not want to bust their ass, but they don't want to stay in a house for six months straight. Like, nobody wants agree. to do that. So, I think a lot of people would want to go to work if they got the same amount of money that they got from the unemployment shit. It makes more the sense. The reality is, they not. It would make way more sense. And uh, at the same time, too, I don't know why it's stretch. There ain't enough jobs. Like, how the fuck... If... if Nigga, we laid off in this predicament in the first place. If my job wanted to hire me back, niggas would have called me back already. Mm. You feel me? A lot of people can't go back to work in the most literal form. Like, you laid me off from my job that I was I was good with, and now you're trying to... The little bit of jobs that are opening up, the 72,000 people that are applying for it, is like a drop in the bucket. Come on, like, you can't... I don't know where they want to think all these jobs... We don't, we still not functioning at capacity yet. If all my life I was working in a restaurant making food in the back or doing dishes or whatever the fuck you're doing, and now these restaurants aren't opening up, so they're not hiring as much people anymore. Yeah, they're only doing the outside shit. Outside shit, and that's a limited capacity compared to the restaurant that used to hold maybe 200 people. They can only now accommodate 50 people outside. How many people are you really hiring? How many servers are you hiring? How many how many people are you really going to hire? You're going to hire maybe a third of your workforce? So where am I going to go find work? You know, like, the economy isn't opening back up yet. So it's, a, it's an unrealistic statement to say, oh, we don't want to have people on unemployment so long. But the economy isn't open back up. You have a whole state that's shut down. It's closed. <laughs> Nobody going nowhere. Like facts, where we what we talking about right now? Like, don't don't now the cities, the states that you know are fully open. You could chastise them, but at the end of the day, you can't make a broad statement. That's that's the problem, right there. I feel like they're doing broad strokes, but I'm just like, 
there's certain states that are still fully functional and there's certain states that are in the shithole. The certain states that are in the shithole, they still need the help. And there's certain states that are small, rural, so they didn't get hit as hard. You yep. kind of look at, at them and be like, all right, y'all didn't really even have to shut down that bad. Like, one of my friends lives in Rhode Island. She didn't have to really... They they shut down to some extent, but it wasn't that bad for her. They, like, basically back to normal to, to for the most part. And then... So you have people who never really... You know, you have states like that. And then you have states like New York who had to shut down and you would need to kind of restart it, give them a bump, as well as... We we know the second wave about to happen, y'all. Facts. Like we, let's let's not even let's not even act like we don't know that that is actually a thing. Like at this point, I do feel like by the time September comes, we're going to start to see some spikes. We're going to start to hear about this this joint coming back. And if that is the case, if that becomes the scenario, what are we going to do then? What are we? And I I'm just like, what do you want people to do? Like. You already made up your mind that a lot of kids can't go to school. Then we already know. I mean, you're, you're telling people at the same time you got to return. And then if what if the cases go back up? What if September comes and we're, we're back at that 200, 300 cases a day? And you're telling me that I should go out here and interview and go look for a job? You out of your mind, bro. I'm going to stay my ass at home where I know I'm not going to die. Like, I'm not going to take these risks. Like, why? It's like you're not even guaranteed. You're you're somewhere in Washington or wherever the fuck you're at comfortable doing what you're doing. You want me to be out here traveling on a train, doing this, doing that, doing that, not even knowing what my safety is. And the, the denser cities are always going to face a risk. No matter how you cut the cookie, it's always going to be a risk. It's always going to be risking denser cities. So I don't know. And one of Trump's uh, people got COVID recently. So, Nobody, wow. cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> um, but yeah, this thing was you. Before we wrap up, you wanted to. You wanted us to discuss a little bit about the the, the disgusting behavior of Donald Trump and his objectification his sexual objectification of his daughter ivanka um yeah i'm gonna save what i really want to say i'm gonna just leave that alone i already said that to you but what i will say i don't, I don't want the show to get canceled for real for real i'm not even joking Flow. i'm not even joking i'm gonna just leave that alone but what i will say is at the end of the day you know donald trump has tendencies um if nobody doesn't already fucking know of a real pedophile a uh, person, pedophiliac. Um, he has a pedophile mind. And I don't know why it took a... I was watching a news publication, and the publication basically was saying that the way that he's been objectifying Ivanka didn't just start now. That shit been fucking started from when she was younger. And remember, this is the she same... She was 17 as a model. Right. And she, he was saying weird shit then. Weird, weird, wild shit. I'm not even going to repeat that wild shit. I'm going to just say, at the end of the day, Donald Trump, you know, this is what I will say. I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, she writes a, a tell-all book a few years um, later down the road and she's like, yo, like, he sexually inappropriately touched me. Uh, the The problem with that is it's a shame that 
I, as a podcast co-host, I would not be surprised. That's horrible that I wouldn't be surprised. And the other part of not being surprised is to know that this happened and nobody really addressed the issue because she, his daughter Ivanka, has been downplaying it the entire time. So who knows if she's trying to indirectly say it in her body language, how she actually addresses her father, if she even calls that nigga daddy. Because probably calling him daddy at this stage in the game would be fucking weird as fuck. If he actually did do something to her um, and it's like being suppressed because of who he is. And maybe she knows something that we fucking don't. And that's the scary thing because we've already heard like he's not a person that likes to leave shit in the closet, D-Flow, and says, all right, cool, just go in the closet and look at the red jacket. That nigga's going to tell you that the red jacket's already in the fucking closet before you go and look for the shit. He's going to tell you that shit. He's a person that he's pretty much open about what the fuck he does because he knows or he feels that he knows that whatever he says, there will be no real repercussions. That's a scary man to be in a position that he's in today in America. And America need to wake the fuck up. Because this one whole town is one big pussy waiting to get fucked. And Donald Trump has been fucking the shit out of America with no condom on. No loot. <laughs> just raw. I'm being, I'm being honest. I'm not even, even trying to make a joke. I'm being mad honest right now. I mean, so just to clarify a little bit, there's a, there's a new news clip going around that has put a compilation together of all the times that Donald Trump has said something sexual in nature about Ivanka. Um, which is his daughter. Melania is his wife, for those who got it mixed up. Uh, Vanka. So he said uh, he was on Howard Stern one time, and Howard Stern was like, oh, she's a nice piece of ass. And Donald Trump said, yeah, and didn't didn't correct Howard Stern in no way, shape, or form. Just kind of rolled with the flow. Um, he, said, he, he said on... National TV, I think he was on the real or one of not maybe not the real. Nah, but he was one on the them, view. He was on the view. The view. He was on the view, and he was sitting next to uh, Ivanka, and he was like, you know, if she wasn't my daughter, I'd definitely be trying to trying to get that. Um, and it's just, it's just very and on the, the line. The co-host did correct him though, bro. The co-host slapped him on the yeah. Thigh they said, and said and why told would you them, say that? Yeah, stop. That's why would you say something like that? And it's it's always these very on the line things, you know, that of course you're gonna have people try and defend it and say all he's saying is that she's beautiful Nuts. or all he's saying is Jeez. that she she looks good or whatever. Um, but I don't know. It 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 does not sit well with me. It it's very weird for me, it for someone who is the father of said child and maybe he feels like it's not weird because he's saying it and she's right there nah but nah. but to to let somebody call my daughter a piece of ass and i'm just like yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't i don't i don't know i don't have a daughter so i can't say but i don't think that my response is going to just be yeah because my goddaughters if someone said that's a piece of ass oh, on the podcast clips. Clips i'm not sitting there like yeah that's yeah like what the f-? It, it, it nah that ain't it um, might have to fight and then, behind that. Nah, for real. Like, what the fuck are you saying, bro? And watch your tone. You could you you could refer to them any other way. Watch your tone, though. Like, because that's just oh, she's beautiful. Yeah, watch pushing. your tone. Like, like you, you don't have to. I don't care if you Howard Stern or not. That's my 
daughter you're talking about to me uh, her, yeah, her, her, yeah. her father yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. So, I mean, I wouldn't even be comfortable with somebody referring to my wife like that. Oh, that's a piece of ass. What the fuck you, nigga? So, so that's just weird. And then to be sitting next to my daughter and, and to say, oh, yeah, well, if that wasn't my daughter, that's that. Yo, there's nothing. <laughs> I, I don't know how people haven't, like, looked at those things as issues beforehand. He He's on national TV saying stuff like this. Like, that's that's. But y'all allowed him to become president. Yeah. So, yeah. Just goes to show you, man. And that, that some of them conspiracy you, theories ain't too, ain't too. Yeah, good. that's that's why that Pizza Gate then picked up steam. You know what I mean? It's it's I I don't believe in it to the extent of what people saying. You know, all the demonic ceremonies, eating children, and all of that. But you can't say that there isn't merit behind the potential pedophilic culture in politics and the rich and famous i mean epstein is a person and we know what happened with this nigga so it's not like when you talk about those things it's it's a a huge stretch with some of these conspiracies but you know what i mean y'all do what y'all want with that information it's wild I, yeah I honestly i'm like it doesn't surprise me and that's the sad part him that saying these things part. don't doesn't surprise me the fact that America won't is not really addressing that, but went off on Obama for wearing a brown suit and telling him he wasn't presidential because he wore a brown suit. Yeah, none of that surprises me. That was the best um, fucking suit that nigga point. had all presidency. What? That was a, a flame ass suit. But none of it surprises me at this point, and that's really the sad part. Um, that we're at this space where it's like, yeah, well, yeah, our president said. Grab him by the pussy and no one cared. So Nobody why would they cared. care about? Nobody him cared when he, he said, "Oh, it's locker room talk." Nobody gave a fuck. Apparently, nobody's gonna care that he uh, looks at his daughter as uh, someone that he would fuck if she wasn't his daughter, which is bananas. So Boy, I almost slipped up and said my comment. Whoa, it almost <laughs> did it. But um, <laughs> on that note, R.I.P. to. Uh, John Lewis, we didn't say that last week when he passed, but today is he. They're doing a procession through uh, different towns that he was a part of or he has done work in. Um, so R.I.P. to John R. I. Lewis P. and R.I.P. Regis Philbin. Regis Philbin passed this week as well. R.I.P. to Regis. Jeez, that's a fact. R.I.P. to Regis. Jeez, man. Uh, what's the tough knot, Broski? Oh man, we we talked about a lot. Tough not is, you know, being transparent and being honest and, you know, being loyal, deep flow voice. Those three things are very, very important for you as a human being in this one life that you got. That's the tough not. So uh, what would dad say? I put this up on the dad had some bow ties page, um, but. Sometimes the greatest love you can give somebody is letting them go. And Ooh, to understand that, that, yeah, to understand that, like, it's it's a matter of when you're with somebody and it's not working out, a lot of times y'all are damaging each other, um, not intentionally and not with any form of malice, but it's just the fact of if y'all are not working out, then your attention is put on the fact that y'all aren't working out. Maybe it's on, it's put on trying to make things work. 
maybe your attention is just all over the place. Whatever it is, you're not good for that person. They're not good for you. And you got to let them go at some point. And you may see them glow up and you may get upset because you're like, yo, why didn't they glow up like this when they were with me? But the matter of the fact is being with you was the reason why they didn't glow up. So the best form of love you may be able to give someone that you truly do love and you truly do have affection for and admire is to let them go and and let them be by a distance. Sometimes they'll come back. I mean, that's the oldest saying in the book. If you let a bird go, if they if they really find you to be home and they love you, they will come back. But it, it really is the truth. Sometimes you got to let people go and they may glow up on their own. And become something without you. Or I, they may uh, realize. Just to interject, to add to what you're saying. Um, when I, <laughs> I don't know what status it was, well, what story. And it kind of coincides with your, what would dad say. And I was like, mm-hmm. you know, I wouldn't be, I would be questioning if somebody was to come back after they didn't left somebody and they did glow up. And, you know, I would really want to know if you're coming back, you're really coming back to make shit work. You're not necessarily coming back because I glowed up. You're coming back because you really can see yourself being with me long term. And one of my friends who does listen to the podcast, um, I'm not going to say his name. I'm not going to say anything else after that. One of my friends that listens to the podcast, he hit me in the inbox and basically he said, fuck that bitch. She can't come along from the ride after I glow up. She should have been with me in the struggle. I, I mean, there's like, an up Damn. and down to that. Damn. Because it, it may it may be that they glow up. They may leave you and they glow up and then still realize that you were an integral part of their life. And whatever they were going through was the reason why they had to leave in the first place. And they may want to come back. And sometimes you may need to glow the fuck up. Maybe you are the weakest link in the in the, the relationship. Facts. And and I think that that's something that we got to start taking accountability for, especially on the men's side. Yeah. You might not have been holding your weight in this entire relationship. And Shorty has been there trying to make it work with you. And then it didn't work. And then you went off and you you matured. You've you've gotten to a place where you're maybe uh, handling yourself and carrying yourself in a different way. And if you and and homegirl stayed friends that may be attractive to her because that may have been all y'all ever wanted since the inception of your arguments or whatever stopped making it work. Lawrence is a great example. Lawrence is the Issa. greatest example. I do not fault Issa for letting Lawrence go. I mean, granted, Lawrence let her go with the cheating, but I don't fault Issa for that relationship breaking off the way it did. And then by the end of this season saying, yo, Lawrence is the guy that I always wanted him to be, and that's attractive to me. Now, granted, Issa is maybe the weakest link in that relationship. That's a relationship. Sometimes it's up and down for both partners. I I, I think it's, it's a matter of just looking at people and knowing their intentions. I think it's fine to guess, you know, try to figure out their intentions. If I come across a million dollars tomorrow, and then a chick that just dubbed me last week is now talking about, let's go out. <laughs> nah. Yeah, like you, you're not here for the right reasons. But if it's a girl that's been holding me down for forever and I just wasn't, I ain't have no job at the time. Uh, I was doing stupid shit. And then when we broke up, I changed my life around. I stopped doing stupid shit. 
I got a decent job. And they're like, yo, maybe we should try and make this work again. I can't be mad at them for that. So this has been another episode of Dad Hats and Bowties. And we out.